Then why does your breast smell like ninety dollars? <laughs> what what I would oh, hold on, there might be other. <laughs> I'm ready, BT Dubs. Okay. I'm just searching for better nipples. Okay. In that case, sounds like an intro to me. Welcome to the show. Is that a good intro? Uh, it's it's not a little context. <laughs> hey, welcome to Monday Night Magic. Yay. Yeah. Oh, I think it's the Manipool. Oh, we're the Manipool? Whoops. How about the magic show? No, I should have written it down. The suitcase. The pretty nipple show. The pretty nipple show. <laughs> or the nipple fashion sense show. We did have pretty nipples until someone changed them to yellow and green. Whoa. <laughs> Sounds like you need a ointment. Well, not my nipples. They're yours. You're the one who did the script this week. That, that's well. I was uh, trying to keep that a secret. Welcome to the Avant Card Show, your favorite premiere podcast. I added that in there. Uh, that focuses on the more casual aspects of our favorite game, Magic the Gathering. Anything you may learn that is useful in a competitive tournament environment is purely accidental, and we apologize for the inconvenience. Hey. Hey. I did that to make you guys happy. Kiss, kiss, clap, clap. Our sponsor this week is Cookie Crisp, and I'm your host, Christian, and these are my wonderful co-host. I think uh, you just made that up. What? I don't think we're sponsored by Cookie Crisp. Uh-uh, the Whippendoo Institute sponsored us once, and mm-hmm. then Cookie Crisp. I, I think you made the word, uh, the, describing us as a premiere podcast, I think you made that part up. And then it was raspberry <laughs> cheesecake yogurt one time, I think. Ooh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it was, uh, it was cheesecake flavored? Oh, no, red velvet cake flavored. Red uh, velvet frozen cake yogurt. flavored yogurt. Frozen yogurt. Those guys are great. They're, that's a good uh, lobby to be behind. I like the new nipples. They're, like, spinning around. No, oh. they were pierced. Oh, okay. <laughs> With S's? Yes. <laughs> what is that That's sign, awesome. Actually? I hope that catches on. Some, it's the sign for section. Oh. Somebody should probably explain why we're talking about nipples. Go. Go for it. Not me. Okay, so we have a script in our show notes that, believe uh, <laughs> if you can believe that we actually have a script. And, uh, we just started a tradition over the, over the years of, uh, over the years. <laughs> Which is really sad that we're only on episode 33. Um, or, four. <laughs> <laughs> when you hit copy and paste, kids, always update. Um, anyway, we always have a pair of breasts at the top. Uh, an ASCII, ASCII breast. An ASCII breast at the top of the, uh, of the, uh, script. And we've, uh, it's been gone through several revisions and colorations and, uh, changes. And this, this week, uh, they're pierced with a, pierced. yeah. And color appropriate. Swirlies. With swirlies. So, anyway, maybe we should put those onto the uh, Facebook just so everybody knows what we're talking about. How about we? Right now. Okay. You're on it. (laughs) And, uh, And yeah, so. Brought to you by up to I'm pulling them. (laughs) Like hell you will. So welcome to the show, and uh, here are uh, wonderful uh, hosts. See, this, this is the reason why <laughs> when people come up to me at events and they're like, "Hey, I like the podcast," I like He's look like, around. I look around, like, huh? and then immediately like, like, shush, 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 you go away. <laughs> I might talk to you later. <laughs> so you don't want people to know you on the podcast. Well, you should use a fake name. Come on. Uh, <laughs> Now I'm Brian as Teddy Tiddlywinks. 
Teddy Tiddlywinks. T Tiddlywinks, for sure. Teddy Tiddlywinks. Aw, Teddy. 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 This podcast is awesome. Already. Wonderful. Well, there was a comment on the forums that we talked about magic too much last week, so that's got to stop. I know. That that was surprising. There was one on Facebook as well. Yeah, people are not going to stand for it. Brian enjoyed the show, so it's not a good show. It's a good episode, except for spent a little too much time talking about magic. Magic, yeah. I was like, sorry. Jeez. So, anyway, welcome. Uh, it, was, uh, it was a big uh, two weeks, or a little while, and uh, lots of stuff happened. We had some awesome games of Magic. And that's really the important thing. And uh, most of all, uh, Phil Bond and I have been talking on Facebook about how we can't wait until the uh, EDH or Commander decks are released. And they already released uh, the pictures and the little teaser where it shows you the little pictures of the cards in the boxes in the uh in the packs so you can't really see what they do but you can tell like already what the color pie is and a little bit of the art so we're like Arr. right i think ken has there's gonna be five of them mm-hmm. we should we should maybe do like some of the mana pools done like live episodes at some point we should do each of us take one of those decks be oh, one cool. left over and then record that live nice and so i'm calling it right now so if the mana pool does it, nice. they're copying our idea. That's right. Got that. Really? Yep. Trademark. Put it in an envelope and mail it to yourself. What? Does that work? No. I don't I really think so. I mean, that just seems kind of silly, right? Because then, then, like, you don't get the letter, and, like, three months later, the postman's, like, a millionaire because... Uh, <laughs> he kept it. <laughs> selling your... Automatic kitty litter scraper device. Mail it to Teddy Tiddlywinks. P.O. Box 42. 42, right. Hey, you just, so what are we going to do now? Just 42 or 42 what? 42. P.O. Box 42. It's Orlando, Florida. Only one. There's only one P.O. Box 42. Yeah. Well, They're yeah, there's only one 42 about. in each zip code. Oh. Aha ha. There's just one 42. Plus 42 is the best number ever. Okay, continue. So I'm going to send myself an envelope that's not sealed, and uh, that way I'm just going to have it sitting around the house, and then whenever someone has a really cool idea, like MySpace You'll version seal two, it, put it in there. I'm going to steal it. it. I'm going to write it, seal it up, and be like, ta-da. When I was a kid, uh, we did this thing at school where we did, it was like a future letter, and you wrote what you wanted to be when you grew up and like all this other stuff, and then we'd mail it to you sometime in the next 10 to 15 years, and I got mine the other day. Is exciting. Really? Yeah. And you wow. opened it up and it was like... I opened wanted, it and it... You want to be was, like an astronaut cowboy or something. I wanted to be a, uh, <laughs> I wanted to be a teacher. It was crazy. How old were you so, when you did it? I was a little 12. Yeah, <laughs> you 12. You to be a teacher? That was cute. Yeah, I really... I don't know. I just wanted to. You were one of those kids then. So this was like three years ago? <laughs> <laughs> oh, snap. You ate less by yourself, didn't you? Snap, snap. <laughs> uh, kind of. No, it was, eight, it was eight years ago. Called it. It wasn't kind of. He had like seven imaginary friends, and each yeah. one of them had a different personality. It was like a whole group. It's like, and he wanted to be a teacher, so it was like the seven periods. It's like, this is my English friend. This is my geography <laughs> friend. This is my math friend. This is my home economics friend. Brian, what did, what did you want to be when you were a child? When I was a child, I think I just wanted to be... 
success, I, success. I just, I wanted to be wealthy. <laughs> nice. Oh, I want to so be winning. Not so much. And then you went and had kids, so that just stops that idea. <laughs> yeah. It is amazing how much disposable income disappears when children become involved. Because, you know, you have to feed them and clothe them. and yeah. Darn it. That's actually all optional. It's kind of a scam. Yeah. <laughs> you could just be Debbie you. and yeah. punch your child in the head. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was disturbing. When Trey was like seven years old, seven or eight years old, he didn't eat his dinner from the previous night, so I put it in the refrigerator as like peas or something. He comes down the next morning for breakfast, and I just pull the peas out, and I'm like, there, I told you you're going to have to eat that stuff. And he's just like, that's, he's like, that's child abuse. <laughs> that's child abuse. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm just like, it's peas. It's healthy. This is the best. What am I going to give you? Cookie, cookie crisps? Oh, wait, not cookie crisps. Wait, don't say that. No, that's a sponsor. Um, not cookie crisps. Right, uh, co- uh, uh, Cocoa Pebbles. Cocoa Pebbles. Yeah, because Cocoa Pebbles is pure sugar. Peas are healthy for you. This is the absolute opposite of child abuseness. <laughs> like, I don't want it. I'll go to school hungry then. I was like, that's on you then. That's not on me. My mom did like the same thing, and I think it was over a food thing, and I was like bawling and threatening to call Children's Home Society, and I didn't take into account the fact that she worked for Children's Home Society, and she like <laughs> dialed the phone and handed it to me, and I like hung up real quick. You are so smart. You are the smartest person I know. I know, right? I didn't take into account the fact that I was calling my mom's office to report on her. <laughs> I think everyone's had that stage over there. Like, that's not fair. That's child abuse. I'm calling somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who, but I'm calling them. I got the phone. I'm gonna, I'm gonna run away. It's like, all right. Go by. Just make sure you got your teddy bear and, yeah. you know, I'll see you in about 15 minutes when you realize that you, <laughs> that you get thirsty when you run away. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't work out as I had planned when and I was it's younger. a little bit cold and you don't like being outside. <laughs> so your video games are back at the house. Yeah, your video games are at the house. I'm going to run away. All right. You're not taking the Xbox. <laughs> I'm running away to the Wi-Fi at Starbucks. <laughs> nice. So, any any sounds of uh, any Wookies you hear are uh, are Debbie's Wookies. Whoa! That she has around the house that occasionally need to get fed. Can I have a pet Wookie? <clears throat> you can have. I want as long as I can have a pygmy uh, giraffe, like in the commercials. I want a pygmy hippo. Those are cute. Yeah. It's also a, 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 a creature. Yes, it is. It is. I've never used it before. What does it do? If you if it, like, attacks unblocked, you get a mana or something? It's blue-green. I think it, when it, if it goes unblocked, you tap all mana they control and, like... The stampeding you know, rhinos? No. no. Whenever Pygmy Hippo attacks and isn't blocked, you may have Defending Player activate a mana ability of each land he or she controls and empty his or her mana pool. If you do, Pygmy Hippo assigns no combat damage this turn, and at the beginning of your post-combat main phase, you may add X to your mana pool, where X is the amount of mana emptied from the defending players' mana pool this way. My husband loves that miniature giraffe, and actually, if we're watching something, Mm -hmm. and he'll stop... Shut up. He'll stop the he'll stop the commercial and be like, "Look, look, look! It's the what? miniature giraffe. It's running, it's running, it's running on the treadmill. Do you think that's real?" You know, there's a there's a whole website trying to sell those, and it's talking about them. And there's even a, a um, like an animated GIF that simulates the the webcam 
of one of them that's sleeping. It's really a well-done site. I wish I knew the URL. Well, here, we'll just we'll just go to, like, minigiraffe.com. Wait, there are really mini giraffes? No, but the but the site tries to sell them. Oh, it's like tries to make, got yeah, it's sure. like California mini mini giraffe farm or something, and it's uh, like smalllongneckedanimals.com isn't a real site. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> holy holy crap! Minigiraffe.com is a website. Is that the one that I'm talking about? No, I don't know. It's like loading something right now. Whoa, it's like, what the heck is that? Well, I don't know, Ooh. but it's we like... help people like, learn what not to Google, because we'll be like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's a really bad idea <laughs> to Google Russian robot checks. <laughs> that's, Turns out. That's good. So. Well, now I want to Google see, that. We provide all of our listeners not only some magic information, a little bit sprinkled in, but uh, wonderful other things that enhance your life, such as when you're websites child, with long neck tattoos. You get a lot more Vin Diesel than you want. <laughs> than you were bargaining for. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just throwing it out there. <laughs> so, it's been a, an, a uh, semi-eventful moment of time since we last recorded. And uh, I r- realized uh, an epiphany. That I want to share with you guys while you guys are giraffe uh, searching for giraffes <laughs> on the internet. Um, I realized that as when building decks, I don't often think of the or, you know as our wonderful uh, last episode about deck building um, reminded me um, that I don't have the end game um, planned out perfectly. I just pretty much have synergy, and I'm like, okay, I'll op- uh, eventually overwhelm everybody else with either these creatures or this sneaky way of dealing damage or some kind of thing, which usually works, but it's like a, it's like an uphill, it's like a battle that just kind of, you know, ramps up and then hopefully is more powerful than the other decks. But everybody, some other people at the table just had a combo that might have had like six or seven cards in it, but if you live that long and there's like stalemates or if you're lucky or, or if some of the pieces two to the other pieces, it's good to have like a big final, kind of rare that you're going to do it, but a final combo that's a, a win, you know, whether it's like a four or five card combo. So I think I should include those more. But I don't really care about winning as much as other people, as long as I'm having fun. <laughs> Do you care about winning more or less than Charlie Sheen? Uh, a lot less, because he's by winning, which is, like, <clears throat> a lot. Oh, he's just a winner, basically. Mm. True. So, yeah, I had that little epiphany there. He's an alien rock star from Mars. Debbie, I can't believe you've left this one stranded bullet point with nothing in it on the show notes for almost a half hour. I try not to look at the show notes because it drives me crazy because you guys keep screwing with them. And now that you told me there's something wrong, I'm going to have to go fix it. I'm surprised ah, how unscrewed up okay, I it fixed is. It. Just okay. put your name there and then... <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, we have a yeah, good... Uh, um, yes, yes. So anyway, the main announcement, can't believe we, uh, we waited on this with, with its, uh, importance is that, um, we are, our PR department just let out a, uh, a, a press release, uh, saying that the representation of, uh, Mr. Andrew here has, he has approved the request to be a full-time, uh, host. He accepted so, our terms. Yep. He accepted the terms. So, woo! Yay. Welcome. Yay. Yay. What, were, what were our terms, by the way? Uh, he has to pay me $25 a month. Oh, okay. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> and that I'm was down. acceptable. I'm down. Yep. 
Now, and Brian and I each get a dollar out of that $25, by the way. Now, if Andrew's voice sounds familiar, it's probably because you heard him on our last episode. That's right. However, if you haven't heard our last episode, go listen to it. Yeah, because it was actually good. good advice. Yeah, but if you still refuse and you're a first-time listener... I believe you might have heard Andrew's voice on yet another podcast, <gasps> and it's so prolific. He's prolific. <laughs> uh, and what's that podcast there, Andrew? Covenant of Minds. Trevor, who used to do MTG Radio, and Pat, his roommate, we always would sit around our table and that we should record ourselves talking about magic, and we finally did. I like cool. it. I think it's pretty you good. Used to, you used to do MTG Radio? Yeah, I, I was just Yeah, wait a minute. Into they don't the... do it anymore. This just in, MTG Radio is dead. It's dead. It's is not why? dead, but like... Oh. They don't have time to do it anymore. <laughs> but they got time for the other one. <laughs> Explain that. Okay, by time, I mean Tom. Like, Tom would always have class or school oh. or have plans for the weekend. And, like, it was just hard for them to get a point where they could do it. And they were only posting once every three or four months now. Oh, he had one of those, um, what do you call it? What do you call it when so people have J. stuff to do? Lives? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those. Job those? Responsibilities. So, what a loser. So let, me ask, so let me ask this. What prompted... Starting a whole new podcast and acquiring a new fan base, Vice, taking the existing podcast. Viz a viz. And then plugging you in and then having Tom be like a recurring, maybe, guest guy. That's just silliness, Brian. Why would I think it's craziness. A lot of it had to do with the fact that we were looking at podcast names, and I've always wanted a podcast named Covenant of Minds, which is a magic card, and there mm-hmm. wasn't one, and so the excitement of there not being one. Name Covenant of Minds already meant that we had to take it before someone else did. Nice. You bullied them. Basically. Cool. But no, the, the real reason, though, is that Trevor, he didn't... He, MCG Radio, to him, was mostly an EDH podcast, and he wanted this one to be more, like, spread out. Just, like, EDH will be, a, like, a center point, but it will also speak about standard and extended and legacy and casual 60-card and limited. So he wanted to touch on everything and not just focus on one format. So he wanted to spread and touch everything. Basically. He wanted to be Emmerich. Like Phyrexia. <laughs> No, okay, I'm going, just get your minds in the gutter. In the gutter. Okay. In the gutter. All right. So he just wanted to spread a little bit and make sure that everything got touched. Is what you're saying. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Hot. Okay. And we also wanted to start like a like a little site up where we could write articles too, <laughs> so we did that. Ooh, what's the site? Bajukablog.com. Bajukablog, awesome name. Yeah. That's clever. Oh, I love it. You know those those pasties, uh, the, the the swirling, the piercings, uh, pa- the piercings. They're very bold, uh, and they they're too much of a focal point of the, of the whole breast as a whole. Oh my god, I'll fix them. Okay, just let's move on, and I'll fix the boobies. <laughs> All right then. So yeah, so that's one thing. News. Uh, the other go. thing. There's the intro right there. Yes, I'm like. Writing down the time code. So the the uh, the other thing is um, Brian was at a uh, one of those game matches. It's a game match. <laughs> that thing where a bunch of people who play that game yes yeah, they come and sit at tables and play the game together. There's like race cars or grand prix. Or something. So yeah, so yeah, so uh, so actually yesterday we had uh, we had uh, regionals um, uh, for Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was uh, that was fun, and then the previous weekend we had uh, Grand Prix Dallas, so we went there, and uh, or I went there, and several other judges uh, went there, and it was three days. It was an absolute blast. Uh, I got to work day two 
of the Grand Prix, which was... That's a special thing for those of you who don't know. Yeah. It means you're special because you get to work the pro day. No. no, it just means you didn't work the main event the other day. Day one. I no, mean, that's not true. I was. That's not show. true. It is true. No, because at GP Don't Atlanta, you got to work the main event both days. Well, yeah, but work still. it, work it. Anyway, it's the head judge's call. It's, it's still a thing that people want to do. Put it that way. It is a thing that people want to do. However, um, during the last round of Swiss. Uh, the logistics team lead, Justin Turner, comes up and he's like, Prilliman, I need you to build, <laughs> to build a top eight fort. And I'm like, alright. <laughs> no, these are exact words. He's like, I need, I need like tables around, uh, the match to keep, uh, tables around the area to keep players from getting up to the tables. And I'm like, alright, can I put the tables on the side? To on form their sides? Wall, on their sides to form like a wall. Which seems, it's, of course, the right call. Yeah, and he says, no. Duh. He says, no. And I look at him and I say, appeal. <laughs> and, we, <laughs> and he says, all right. <laughs> so then we go then we go over to the main stage where Sheldon is. And he's talking to some other guy. And we stand there for about five to six seconds. And we're like, all right, this that's, that's enough of us being stupid. He's busy, so we're just going to... Go and I'm just gonna go and build the fort, and um, and then Sheldon's like, "Oh, guys, you needed something," and we're like, "No, no, no, it's dumb. We don't want to say." And he's like, "No, tell me." And we're like, "No, we don't want to. We don't want to say." And he's like, "Tell me." And I was like, "And so Turner, so Turner then recounts the story. It's like, well, I told Prilliman to go build a fort, and he wanted to turn the tables on the side of the walls, and I said no, and he appealed me." And then, <laughs> some couch cushions. And then Sheldon just looks at us, looks at us, and he's just like, "I didn't want to know." And I was like, "That's that's on you. We didn't want to tell you. You made us tell you." And he's like, "Yeah." Did like, he facepalm? He facepalm. Sheldon facepalms sometimes. <laughs> he seems to facepalm a lot around you guys. I don't know why that is. Well, actually, it's less around Brian than most of the Florida judges. Yeah. <laughs> He's got less of a FP ratio. No, Brian's less donkey-ish. Hold <laughs> on. So anyway, that's that's just an amusing an amusing story. You know, it took you know thirty seconds out of the day, and then we went off and and built a uh, built uh, a fort, top, top eight fort. Um, it was great. It was uh, uh, it was referred to. Sheldon referred to it as a. Uh, 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 the fort of death, and we were like, "Yeah, two players enter, one player leaves." <laughs> <laughs> Almost as cool I as a wrestling a cage match from GP Dallas. Oh, well, well, I wasn't there, but I have a good story about me that okay. Brian will tell you. All right. Well, let me just say this: when when building a when arranging tables in a square, mm-hmm. when you have like two or three people. And they all suddenly have different ideas on how the corners should meet. Because <laughs> it's like I'm building one side, someone else is building the other, and then we kind of look, and it's like we did, you did that completely differently from the way I was going. All right, we need to talk. Um, <laughs> Always discuss before building a uh, table yeah. wall. Before before building a fort. Yes. All right. So Debbie, Debbie, uh, uh, you want me to tell that story now? Yes, please. All right. So, you always tell the bad story. So well, no. This is a- this is um, um, uh, Ricardo. Uh, is an L five. Matabon. 
um, uh, I don't, Tessitore, I'm probably mangling. I think that's right. And he's an alpha, like the highest level judge. Tessitore. So on Sunday night after the event, basically some of the judges there in the hotel lobby playing EDH and stuff like that. This is after the the big judge dinner. And I'm like, do you want to play EDH? And he's like, no, I don't like EDH. He said, molto bene. And, and it was like, it was like, you know, it's like, why? And he's like, well, be, because they're too serious. Uh, the, the, you know, I prefer more social games. And I guess where he, where he is at, the players when they play, they're, they're really, uh, serious, serious. And I go, oh, that's not us at all. <laughs> okay. And I was like, matter of fact, like the last, <laughs> the last time we all got together, one of the games went down like this. One of the people was sitting there chatting so much during her turn <laughs> that she got time stopped just so her turn would end and other people could play. And he was just he was like he was like this this I would play <laughs> something along those lines. And it was like all right, well, there we go. So I have, I go. have highest judge level approval of my EDH playstyle. You're building bridges, Debbie. This this EDH, this EDH, I would play. This. <laughs> Only one time, because then he'd be like, time stop you. you got to stop, lady. No, he would not. <laughs> Ricardo likes me. He's my Farmville friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, speaking of games, did you play um, Zombie vs. Plants? Plants vs. Zombies? It's actually really good. Yes. You can go to PopCap and you can play it for free for a little while. Speaking of games, is games of Game of Thrones going to be good? Like, should I get HBO just to watch it? Uh, uh, did you see the, the two-minute or whatever, the little I preview? I did, and it looked quite good. Does. So you're going to get EDH, or EDH, you're going to get HBO, um, and you're going to record it, and then you're going to loan it to me so I can make the decision whether I need to get HBO or not. <laughs> you know, Brian, since you actually loaned me the actual book, I can uh, get the episodes and burn them for you if you want. And I think, have you actually read the book yet? Have you read it yet? Well, Probably. funny, the, 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 the part <laughs> that I had read up until, that was covered in the, uh, in the, in the preview. What's well, that? the first three pages? The first, <laughs> pretty much. The first three pages? Okay, spo- spoiler alert. You meet, like, three characters in the first three pages. Yeah, they're all dead. They're all dead by page four. <laughs> yeah, that, that happened in the thing, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, that's all that all it happened. Sets in the, a, uh... it sets a tone for that book series where it's like, no one, you're like, that Everybody. guy's awesome. That guy can't possibly, what, wait, what, what just happened? Wait, it, wait, wait, how is his head going to get back on his body? Exactly. Oh. So that he can, st- this isn't looking you good were for going exactly where I was going. I was like, there was a wolf's head, so to the top of his what? And he was pushed <laughs> off of where? And, huh? It looks really that, good. Uh, do you think they're going to make the incestuous brother-sister couple actually on HBO? Woo-hoo. I kind of think that they have to because it's pretty it's important it. to the book. I was yeah. woohooing the nudity. I don't, nudity think, I don't think they actually would cast a brother-sister pair, though. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not, that's more Showtime, right? <laughs> that's some Skinamax quality stuff. <laughs> wow. I don't, I don't watch many TV shows. Like, I have Showtime just to watch Dexter. That's about it. Cool. That's what Netflix is for. Do you know if Netflix has any more episodes of Dexter other than, they have like episode, 
Like, I mean, uh, Series 2 of Dexter. They have Because I wanted to get into it, so I looked on there. They've had a lot since I canceled it my streams, but... Season 1 and 2, you can get Dexter and stream it. Mm-hmm. Okay, to your computer. But season three and on, you have to get the DVD. You have to, you know, order it and get the DVD sent to your house. And there's like a f- infinity wait on them. At least until next January. Next January, Netflix is moving to everything as online streaming. So, yay! You mean everything will be everything that they have now currently will be online available for streaming? Because that was the problem. They had like two percent of the movies were actually available online for streaming. No, there's a ton online. There There's are a ton, ton but, like, but nothing good. The ones good. you really want to watch, <laughs> right? Exactly. Mail in. Yeah. I was able to watch Giant Shark versus uh, Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. That was actually pretty good. Online, Online I bought that for yeah. five dollars. I find I find it funny because it's like two percent of the movies I want to watch are online, but yet one of those two percent is Mega Shark versus. Well, Giant I watched it. I watched it because like nothing blue. I could find was on there, so I found. I was like, oh, I'll just give this a try. Wound up being pretty cool. It has Debbie Gibson in it, for Christ's sake. Giant Shark vs. Octomom has Debbie Gibson? Not not Octomom. Oh, Deborah Gibson, yes. Yeah, she changed after the 80s. Sorry, Debbie. Not you, Debbie. Debbie Gibson. Just saying, it's all. Everybody knows that Debbie Gibson listens to our... Deborah Gibson listens to our show, so I don't want her to be offended. Hey, do you guys... Have you guys ever played that game... It's like got cards and there's colors and you cast spells. Uno? No. Excellent. Let's continue talking about Netflix. Uh, Uno. So, Uno. Okay. So I play a skip card. Oh, I played. I've been watching Twenty One Jump Street. Speaking of, <laughs> you try to get us back on topic. We were so well, close. I just pulled up. I pulled up my Netflix and then I realized I was looking at Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah. Shows from the '80s are funny. They are. That was my contribution. Punky okay. Brewster is a good show. Excellent. Oh, can Sorry. I do that streaming? That's my contribution. Mm-hmm. Search for... Search. So, <clears throat> in the meantime, uh, for this episode, we thought that we would uh, do a couple, of, a couple of things, a couple of entertaining things that uh, kind of fit around a theme. Um, first, we were <laughs> going to uh, talk about some multiplayer types of um, strategies, and each of us was going to take one particular color and uh, take the position of that color. And, um... Bucky Brewster is not on Netflix. Oh. Andrew lied to me. Liar. Wait, what did I lie about? Punky Brewster is not on Netflix. No, I said it's a good show. Well, I know, but then we were talking about Netflix, so you're off topic. (laughs) So, uh, Brian, you want to stage this one um, as far as the colors in uh, multiplayer? What? Brian <laughs> what? Huh? Who? As always. No, I'm, re- I'm reading a message from uh, Chris. He's, he's talking about his uh, his new podcast. He's like, yeah, uh, working on editing the second episode of my ca- of my cast now. What the hell takes Christian so long? I can get this done in about three hours. <laughs> <laughs> he obviously doesn't put sound effects and uh, background music and uh, awesome well, laugh tracks. And well, uh, here we go. I'll, I'll add a sound effect. What the hell takes Christian so long? I can get this done in about three hours. I can also edit that out. Aww. No, I'm just kidding. I'll leave it in. So, yes. So, we thought um, that we would uh, discuss slash argue um, uh, the different different colors and in, in their, their standings and their abilities and uh, pros and cons in multiplayer, since we are a multiplayer podcast. Let's call it debate instead of argue, because that sounds like we're more yeah. high-minded. Yeah. And... Um, I want to argue. 
Okay, okay. fine. We'll okay. Argue. Because debate implies civilization, you know, yes, civilized discourse. <laughs> discourse, huh? <laughs> so, yeah, so, um, you know, magic is filled with different strategies. And uh, a lot of the colors, um, each color has its own pros and cons. And uh, so we each thought that we would take one of the colors. My color don't got no cons. Nope. See, I'm starting it already. My color was assigned <laughs> to me. Yes, and sometimes <laughs> mine, we... Mine was, mine was too, but I'll I'll run with it. But he likes it. <laughs> yep. I just kind of picked the colors for everybody, so... So it's so I'm, weird. I'm the scapegoat. I have no idea why. I know. I just picked one out of the hat. It's because if they gave you like any other color, you'd be like, I got nothing. <laughs> so That's these will be. True. I can fake it. <laughs> I am female. And everything, <laughs> everything goes oh. like I don't want to say anything. Can we just? I'm female and I've been married. I'm a pro at faking it. <laughs> Time code. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, not touch. Ever since Debbie was on the show, now it's like so easy to pick out. Uh, thanks for the uh, for the intro comment. Asian robots and dog. <laughs> Who was it? It's like oh, no, my... Asian Asian women and robot dogs. No, robot women and Asian dogs. Which is better? Uh, they're both <laughs> of those pretty two. Good. Pretty pretty good. I don't. So, I've always wanted a robot dog. Well, you can have one. Thank you. Yeah. I'll get Christian found one at a flea market, so we'll I find did. Him. He's pretty badass as far as uh Asian robot, robot dogs go. <laughs> <laughs> well he's not Asian, but anyways. So yeah, so um as far as multiplayer, um most people play a combination of different colors because it's kinda risky to, to play a single color in a in a multiplayer, but we thought we would outline some of the powers of different cards so that as you are building your own decks and playing in your multiplayer group, you can uh, keep these things in mind. And um, Brian has has a the, the color black has been assigned to B, and uh, I remember you I mean, playing Brian it pretty well. Brian picked it because it's the one he feels most strongly about. I mean, yes. He handpicked it after careful consideration. It's not that he opened up the show card. notes and he was like, oh, look, I've got black. No. Nah. Discussion. Let's go to magiccards.info and Google and search for black cards. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did. And then and then I read all you know eight thousand of them, yeah. and uh, I formed an opinionated list of what I think is awesome in the ten minutes before we started recording. Yeah, he actually graded each one of the eight thousand cards in ten minutes. He's speedy. And wrote a synopsis of each one and its strengths and weaknesses in multiplayer. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna start with uh, Gazban Ogres. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, you know we could do. Um, we could. I could uh, set the stage a little bit for you for the color. You want? You ready? You ready for this? I'm kind of worried. Black is the color of power. I'm gonna I have to put some kind of sound effect behind this. <laughs> Lighting are you, and. Are you Are you reading off of the little inserts <laughs> that you get in <laughs> no. in yeah. the deck boxes? Oh, yeah, am I? Is, it's is better. That it's Wikipedia. This is just off the top of my head, or Wikipedia, however you want to look at it. <laughs> uh, black is the color of power, ambition, greed, death, corruption, selfishness, amorality. It is not necessarily evil, though it, though many of yeah, its it cards refer directly to and indirectly to this concept. Black cards are best at destroying other creatures, forcing player to discard cards from their hand, making players lose life, and returning creatures from the dead. Furthermore, love that word. 
Furthermore, because Black seems to seeks to win at all costs, it has limited access to many other abilities and effects that are normally available to one or more of the other colors. These abilities often require large sacrifices of life totals, creatures, cards in hand, card in library, and other difficult-to-replace resources. Black is known for having creatures with the ability Intimidate, making them difficult to block. Lesser black abilities include Death Touch and Regeneration. Uh, black's main weakness is an almost complete inability. See, you could say complete inability if it weren't for that one damn card. Uh, almost complete inability to deal with enchantments and artifacts, <clears throat> its tendency to hurt itself almost as badly as it hurts the opponent, and difficulties in removing other black creatures. It's a good call. All right. Well, yeah. I'm done. Christian, do you want to talk about blue now? <laughs> why? Okay. Why is that? Because if you think about it, right, so you know how and it was whenever ha- you have a bunch of people who are like... Hold on. Correction. Hashrin Ogress, not Gazban Ogress. Because hmm. she's yeah. green? Yes, she's green. She's an unglued card. All right. Sorry, Debbie. Continue. So, you know how when you have a bunch of people, they always end up turning on each other, right? Like in the movies? Or this podcast. Yep. (laughs) So, you have a bunch of, like, evil people, right? And then... Mm -hmm. Podcast. Exactly. So, (laughs) they don't really have a whole lot of loyalty. So, why does black have trouble removing other black creatures? Hmm. Because that should be the color... Oh, my God. I'm actually doing flavor. Uh Uh-oh. I have to stop now. My head just exploded. Oh my no, god! Original, originally, like terror was the concept. The concept was like it's like terror scares things to death. Okay, and black things are so terrible and so horrifying that they're not really scared of other scary things. Yeah, but it's kind of a or how are you going to kill something that was already dead? Black, right? And they don't do art. And terror didn't do artifact creatures because how are you going to scare a robot? Uh, C-3PO was pretty skittish. <laughs> yeah, but R2-D2 but R2 was just a stone-cold, you know... Killer. You know, he was just stone-cold like, killer. Stone-cold killer, man. <laughs> R2-D2 was a stone blade. I mean, basically, you could just tell, based on anything that C-3PO would say, you know, that, that, that R2-D2 was like, man, just shut up and let me handle it. I got you covered. So anyway, like Doomblade and Dark Banishing and stuff like that, like it's always target non-black. So why aren't the black creatures like turning on each other? Because that's what evil black creatures should do. Well, I th- also because the flavor Dev, you're, you're shocking me here. It's because a lot of a lot of black creatures are also also have negative have drawbacks. Okay, so they do things that hurt you. So. They don't want it to be too easy to get rid of those creatures. Hmm. Oh, for you to get rid of your own for creatures. You to get rid of your own creatures, because if you could tear your own... Abyssal dude. prosecutor or whatever. <laughs> That's okay. I'm just so, saying from a flavor standpoint. Well, they a lot of creatures for black are like... They cost two mana, but they're four fours, and when they come into play, you have to sack a creature. So the creatures themselves are somewhat turning on each other if you look at it that way. Because they have to, like, kill each other. But. Hmm. Yeah. Turning on the person that summoned them. Right. I just disagree with it from a flavor standpoint. I like saying that. <laughs> nice. You like saying Makes that? Makes it sound smart and shit. All so, right. Brian, how do you think black works in uh, multiplayer? Black is... is, is Hands down, the strongest color. Matter of fact, so much to the point that I think we probably should have done black last and given the other guys a chance. Do you think black is the most powerful color in multiplayer? 
Yeah, and this this is this isn't even this isn't even like pretending for the debate. All right, this is just flat out. And I think I said white at one point, but yeah, I changed my mind about ten minutes before the episode. Um, yeah, I thought it was probably white. Well, so let's let's look at it. Or red okay. for card draw. Okay, we're not doing red, right? Because I think we can all kind of agree that red is. There's four of us. There's five colors. We needed one guy that has to sit in the corner and just watch. <laughs> and we did a red episode. There. And that would be red. Right. Okay. But so black has almost everything you need. Okay. You want card draw. Okay. You've got Phyrexian Arena. You've got Confidant. <coughs> you've got Skeletal Scrying, Graveborn Muse, Knight's Whisper, Sign and Blood, Promise of Power. Yeah, as long Demonic as you're not like, committing suicide while you do it. Well, hold on. You can also gain life with black. So sure, 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 whatever. Sure, you take some damage along the way, but you know that's a small price to pay. And then you're dead. And you're not dead because you you because with all those wonderful cards that you're drawing, you can do other things and kill your opponent. Okay, Phyrexian Arena is for one uh, one point of damage a turn. Uh, great. I mean, you're drawing two cards a turn, and for the, just the measly measly one life, a paltry one life, paltry one life. <laughs> you know, um, what's the uh, um, so ad nauseum? You know, that's a, a card that lets you just like draw through your entire deck. You know? As long as you live through it, yeah. Sure, but you know, if the other guy's dead, then what does it matter? Or the other guys mm-hmm. are dead. You know, what does it matter what your life total is? True. Right? Hmm. Um, the, uh, so those are all, those are all good. Graveborn Muse, uh, works like, uh, if she's the only zombie that you have, works like a Phyrexian Arena. You know, uh, I forget whether it's damage or, or loss of life, but you, you're basically drawing a card and, and, uh, and losing, uh, taking point damage, losing a life. Uh, if you have more zombies, you can draw more cards. You know, granted, you lose more life, but you got more zombies. Mm-hmm. So you should be bashing and smashing. Um, so, hmm. uh, so you get your card draw, you get your, yeah. Black is also hands down best at, Creature removal. Hmm. Okay, and you can sit there and you can make your arguments for Wrath of God. Okay, fine. Black has uh, Damnation. White's got uh, all these other Wrath of God variants. Well, Black's got some Wrath of God variants too that I think are a little more powerful than the white ones. <laughs> um, most notably, there's Plague Wind. <laughs> That's a good all one. Right. Pla- Plague Wind. Nine mana. <laughs> Nine mana. What's your point? Uh. Okay. <laughs> what? Oh, just That's a few. nine mana. Oh, well, we'll get to that. We'll get to You'd that. You'd like too. to point that out. We'll get to that too. Sure, nine mana. You're playing black. What do you care about nine mana? All right. We'll we'll get to that in a minute. Plaguewind for nine mana. Destroy all creatures you don't control. They can't be regenerated. That's all a right. Good card. So got my <laughs> I got my stuff. Y'all, what have y'all got? Y'all have an open field. Well, I'm just gonna turn all my guys sideways, smash into you, and that's a that's a that's a blowout in in multiplayer games because you're taking out like ten, fifteen, twenty creatures, mm-hmm. and you still got your guys while leaving your own. Yeah. Now, if you're in a bit of a bind and you really, really, really want to. Uh, 
uh, draw some cards, and you know, you got some creatures, and uh, you don't want them to die, but you know, ends justifies the means, right? So you're gonna take out, uh, you're gonna take out your creatures, draw some cards. You want to do that, right? Sounds like a good plan. Mm-hmm. There's decree of pain for eight mm-hmm. mana, so one less than plague wind. Uh, destroy all creatures; they can't be regenerated. Draw a card for each creature destroyed this way. That's like eight mana says draw twenty. I forgot about the draw That's part of that card. Wrath of God and draw twenty. That's great. Okay. It also can cycle, you know, uh, for three black black. Uh, when you cycle decree of pain, you know, all creatures get minus two, minus two until end of turn, so it keeps them you know, them green tokens, whatever, off your back. Mm-hmm. You know, just kill them all. And who is Oh. BRB have to shove dog in kennels. Ha ha ha. Alright. Yeah, that is what we typed about. Yeah, I guess Debbie no. is uh, taming her wild animals. Trying to contain my, my comments about your color here. What? No, no. <laughs> no, no, because one of them's a card I'm trying to save for myself here. I don't want to bring it up just yet. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It's my trump card. It's your trump nice. card. Yeah, <laughs> you know you've got you've got for creature removal. Not only that, but you've got the new Black Sun Zenith, which gives uh, which gives all the creatures minus one minus one counters. You've got Mutilate. All creatures get minus one minus one uh, until end of turn for each swamp you control. So you got pesky, pesty, pesky, indestructible things. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Get rid of them. They're gone. You know, hands down, Black's got more weight. Not only targeted removal. You got go for the throat. Doom Blade. Terror, you know, dark banishing, all sorts of that that crazy stuff. Um, what's what's the the spirit ones? Uh, rend flesh and rend spirit. Yeah. It's just tons and tons of ways smother. You've got tons of ways of getting rid of any creature you want. Black's got a Swiss Army knife that'll just like flip, 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 flip. Got it. Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, handy. Yeah. And then, oh, you just lost all this life from your Phyrexian arenas. Well, you know, you got things like Exsanguinate, Siphon Soul, that just hit the guys for damage, gain you a bunch of life back. Excellent for multiplayer. So you've got Exsanguinate, you've got Siphon Mind, you know, you can turn, you can drain life from people, uh, you can steal their, steal their, uh, steal their life, add it to your own. So what do you care if you're losing two, three, four, whatever, here, there? Uh, and then, uh, so Exsanguinate's, uh, pretty a big deal because you can steal, you can hit a lot of players with it, gain a lot of life. Um, but also you have Kakushu, the even star, the evening star. Mm-hmm. For six mana, five, five, flying dragon. Flying OMG. OMG. That when it goes to the graveyard, blam, every opponent loses five life and you gain however much life they lost. Hmm. So it's like in a four-player game, you're hitting everybody for five and you're gaining 15. And (laughs) if you drop, if you have uh, Kakushu out and the way you kill him is drop your other Kakushu... (laughs) They both die, and then they both hit everybody, so everybody's going to take 10, and you gain 30. So when the legend rule uh, takes effect and kills the other legend, it already has come into play, so you get both effects, huh? Well, it's uh, it's when uh, Kakushu leaves play. Right. Okay. And they both leave play. Or, I'm sorry, not leave play. It's uh, Hits the graveyard or whatever. Uh, 
goes to the graveyard. Cool. I had a question. I, I wondered about that. Or whether it just, like, can't be played or something, but I guess that makes I sense. I get the exact, I get the exact wording. Uh, when uh, Kakushu, the evening star, is put into a graveyard from the battlefield, each opponent loses five life. So, yes, both they're both in play. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, there is, you've got one in play, you get the other one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Before a player receives priority, state-based actions. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kakushu's, both Kakushu's in the graveyard. Oh, I got a, tr- uh, they both trigger. And you're all smiles, and all your smiling <laughs> faces. Yeah. Wow! And so, if you wait, I was about to say something really, really cool, but that involves a blue card. <laughs> <laughs> That's next. Shutting my mouth on that. <laughs> We're not playing that. All right. So you look um, uh, for getting rid of creatures. Not only that, you got grave pact. Which, uh, whenever you lose a creature, everybody else has to lose a creature. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the Rune Sage, uh, he does the same thing, doesn't he? Yeah, every turn, uh, every one of your turns, everybody has to sack a non-vampire creature or something like yeah, that. Yeah, okay. At the beginning of your upkeep, each player has to sacrifice a non, a non-vampire creature. There's another one, like Call to the Grave, that's during each player's upkeep. Uh, Made it to the abyss. Uh, or has to sacrifice. Well, no, that player has to sacrifice a non-zombie creature. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the uh, what's the Zendikar vampire? Uh, like Butcher of Malakir, I think. Yeah. Yep. Is that the? Uh, he's the grave packed one. That he's the grave himself. Yeah. yeah. So whenever Butcher of Malakir uh, for seven mana, uh, he's a five-four flying. Butcher of Malakir or another creature you control is put into a graveyard from the battlefield. Each opponent sacrifices a creature. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, now you look and you say, well, um, black, uh, what what can't you do? And it's like, <laughs> can you deal with land? Yep. And I go, yes, I can. I can do sinkhole. Mm-hmm. Okay. The best of the LD cards. All right. Not only that... Not only that, how there is a little known, and I'm looking it up right now, so I'm going <laughs> to talk a little bit to stall. There is a little known rare from Cold Snap called Herald of Leshrac. All right, for oh. seven mana, six black, six and a black. He's a two four flyer. Horrible. Okay, oh, that's so bad. But yet, he's got a cumulative upkeep of gain control for land you don't control. <laughs> okay. And then he gets plus one, plus one for each land you control, but you don't own. And OMG, his drawback is when he dies, everybody gets their lands back. Horrible. Oh, no. Yeah, why doesn't everybody play with that guy? Because he costs seven, I guess? I guess. And people are like, oh, cumulative upkeep. That's horrible. <laughs> but it's like a <laughs> But it's a good thing. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, I was, I was just, the reason I brought it up is someone was asking me today, he was just like, I need a way in mono black to deal with obnoxious lands. And I was like, well, there's some lands. He's like, yeah, I've got all those. And I was like, I, I vaguely recall something in Cold Snap. And I looked this guy up and I was like, I, I got to play this guy. This guy is, is awesome, you know. He's going to be, he's going to be, I mean, he gets plus one, plus one for each land you control, but you don't own. So you're going to take one land, he's going to get plus one, and then he's going to get another plus two, and then another plus three. So that's plus six in three turns. 
It's just going to... If he was blue and black, that would be a great uh, general. Anyway, this go on. Mono black. Oh, sorry, sorry. This is not this is not blue black time. Blue black. Uh, you can get the f- what? Black just does everything else that every other color does, but it does it a lot worse. <laughs> oh, it draws cards. You lose life. Well, blue does that. It destroys creatures. If white does that a lot better, it has a lot more options. <laughs> it's creature. It's creatures are average. Green. Whoa. It just has better creatures. It, it tries to damage you with corrupt, but red spells are just better. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm just getting that feeling. You're trying to hold the lid on that. What? At this point, we should probably just drop Brian from the call. <laughs> <laughs> if you want, if you want any of these spells, I'm not even gonna. Whatever. He's a he's a troll. <laughs> well, we, when we said new host, we meant replacing Brian. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn. And I'm hanging my head now. Oh, no. Aww. I, I, Teddy Tiddlywinks is sad. <laughs> you made me a Tiddlywinks I'm being... I accept. <laughs> I accept. Do you, you if, you, a- if you want mana, okay, sure, green's got... It's, it's you know, it's like, oh, I'm going to go Everything. put a land... In, I'm going to put a land into play. Rampant growth. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, Cabal Coffers. Uh, you've got, <laughs> nice. well, you've got, you've got Dark Ritual to give you that bam... Uh, initial initial little uh, boost, but for long term staying power, you've got uh, you've got uh, Cabal Coffers, you've got Magus of the Coffers, you've got Nirkana Revenant, you've got Lake of the Dead, you've got all these things that you can sack creatures for black mana. You've got Black Market, which used to be oh whoever made the M10 rules change must have loved black because Black Market now is instead of being a horrible horrible card is a phenomenal source of mana generation. It's uh, uh Whenever a creature is put into the graveyard from the battlefield, put a charge counter on black market. At the beginning of your pre-combat main phase, put black into your mana pool for each charge counter on black market. Two black yeah. and three colorless enchantment. Wow. So you drop black market, and then you blow uh, you, whatever, uh, whatever one of those uh, kills by Plague Wind or Decree of Pain or whatever, draw yourself a bunch of cards. Now you got... Next turn comes around, you're going to have all this mana to cast all the fun stuff you just drew. What did it used to be before the M10 rules change? You, uh, you, mana burn. You used to win. Oh, that was when mana burn went away? Yes. So before it was like, oh yeah, I get all this mana, but if you don't have a way of using it, you're going to take some mana burn. And so, and wow, Star City Games is sold out of black market at $2. Wow. That card, that card was like <laughs> two years ago. That card was couldn't give it away. You could, you couldn't just like, yeah. It'd be like, I'll give you a quarter for a thousand of them. Oh. But now probably everybody got rid of them. That's why they're sold out. Yeah. <laughs> so it's Brian. Not, yeah, I've got a question for you. Uh-oh, here we go. How, how many Cabal coffers are you running in your in your sixty card deck? <laughs> I'm just wondering. This is me. It's me wondering. Two or three. Actually, they're all in EDH decks. I mean, like, if you made a 60-card deck, how many would you have in one? Uh, probably two or three. So what happens when your opening hand is, like, I don't know, two Cabal Coffers in one swamp and you can't do anything? Well, then that's when you mulligan. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you mulligan for four, right? That's why they exist. Yeah, I know, but still, like... What happens if you... What, what, are you, what are you, white? All right, so you open it up and it's, like, seven Wrath of Gods and you're like, oh, I'm a cheater. Well, obviously one of them is Soul Scour, so I remove two of the other Wrath of Gods from my hand and play it for free. Nice. Sure. 
Okay. I'm just messing <laughs> You're like, Yeah, tiddlywinks. Turn, turn <laughs> one. Tiddlywink. Sorry, what is that? Tiddlywink. Teddy tiddlywinks. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's like, can I get a word in edgewise? She's like, I don't know how to respond to being called Teddy tiddlywinks. I'm just like, I, I got nothing. I don't even have a... What does a guy say to that, Ted, Teddy tiddlywink? I... I don't know. I mean, the Teddy part, I'm fine with. The Tiddlywinks part, I'm like, uh, <laughs> you don't mind Teddy? No, I don't mind Teddy at all. Yeah, sure, whatever. But Tiddlywink. Tiddlywink. Okay, so, so I yeah. where I was. Recursion. Hmm. <laughs> <Moving> on. <laughs> I'm right past the Tiddlywink. I don't even know anymore. Um, recursion. You want to get creatures? You want to get creatures that have died back in your hand into play? They got you, it's got you covered. Got you covered like a Jimmy hat. It's <laughs> nice. Yeah, nice. Uh, inappropriate, Christian. Mark the time. <laughs> I'm assuming we're talking about Jimmy Walker, right? And the little hat that he wore back on Good Times. That's that, inappropriate. Christian, that, mark the time. That I'm referring to. <laughs> Don't talk of headwear. Yeah. No fedoras. Liliana Vest. You've got Liliana Vest. Brings all the creatures back to the yard. You've got patriarchs bidding. You've got living death. All these things that just bring the creatures back from your graveyard into play. Maybe some other people too. Sure, whatever. But if you plan it right, then you're the one that that makes out to the best of that. Hmm. Um, so easily, you know, whatever they kill your stuff, you got it back. Um, then you've got other cards. You've got you've got combo disruption, pesky blue mage. Doing something, greens like I'm gonna primeval titan and go get all these crazy lands. You know, all of a sudden you're like memoricide, cranial <laughs> extraction. You know what? <laughs> what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do when I when I when I go That's through your deck you. and, pick, and pick out all those cards that you really really need and just yank them out and then set them aside and go, hey Deb, look at all these pretty green features that you're not gonna get to cast. I just lay in there. That's that's not even cool to joke about. <laughs> it's not, and that's the power. And that's the power of black, because just a hypothetical situation can make you sad. Mm. I don't like F-O-F, about that. frown on face. Teddy, teddy tiddlywinks. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't know how I'm going to be able to follow you up, Brian. This is very comprehensive. Well, so so here's here's the. Here's the interesting thing. Um, my wife just has to use the computer, so I don't have my list anymore. So, <laughs> so I'm just going to say I've been going on long enough and punt to somebody else. <laughs> but you could just have Andrew tell him again how everything that he listed is totally irrelevant because all the other colors do it better. You could do that also. <laughs> do you want to go do that, Andrew? You want to counterpoint this one or you want a uh, different Andrew's color in between? Grabbing, grabbing um, the drink. He'll be right back, he said. Doing shots oh. during the podcast right. is not... He's doing shots of apple juice. <laughs> nice. No, seriously, he was drinking apple juice. And, you know, in the meantime, you ever heard of the hour of power? You take... Yes. You, you, do, yep. you do a shot glass full of beer every hour, or every minute for an hour, which doesn't seem like a lot until you add up that a shot glass is like two ounces, two and a half ounces, times 60. I actually got some Kool-Aid, thank you. I didn't get apple oh, juice. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't mean to make you sound less manly. Yeah. yeah. I seem to recall power hours being bad. 
It's, well, I mean, it's like a drinking game. Do you consider them bad? Well, no. I seem to recall something like when you went into hour two of the power hour. Jesus. People's throats started bleeding. Whoa. Possibly. Yikes. Oh, from constant... Due due to the abrasion, there was some sort of abrasive factor. I'm not old enough to talk about this, guys. (laughs) I don't participate in any of this. No. Do you guys remember the episode where Christian was like, he was talking about alcohol, and then he said, um, and then he said, yeah, make sure kids, that if you're under 21, you get permission from your parents to drink. (laughs) (laughs) The FDA forced me to say that. (laughs) You're like, hey kids, if you're like 13 or 14, make sure that you talk to your parents before you drink. (laughs) I don't think I said that exactly. Hey, it was something like that. Incidentally, don't drink, kids. Phew. See, so, yeah, I just... Sure. Freed uh, of any, uh, oh, wait. Legal. Now I got my list back. Yay. All right. So you got, you got wither. You got right, poison. You got death touch. You got regeneration. You got swamp walk. You got You got your swamp fear. walk. You got swamp walk. You got swamp walk. You got even... Even they even give you the ability to make things swamps. So you're like... I got Swamp Walk. Oh, that's only good against people playing other black. But, hey, that's that's all right. That's so funny because none of the other colors do that. Like with Spreading Seas and Island Walk or anything like that. Like, none of the other colors do that. Urborg, Tomb of Yawgmoth. Yeah, well, you awesome. know, whatever. Blue, blue's just like, it's like, oh, I'll just turn that into an island. But no. Black's like, everything's an island. Or everything's a swamp. Uh, I guess Curse Land does Curse Land do it? I'm pretty sure there's a blue creature that turns Presence? into silence too. Everything nah, else. nah, this is just your imagination. That is I your think there is. Nah, no. What is Hold there? Hold on, I'll go look it up. Wait, there's you're something. Gonna, you're you're going to go find ar- it. Gonna make an argument for Christians, Ari. You should be like Stormtide Leviathan. <clears throat> Thank you. There you go. Stormtide Leviathan. That's the card I was. I don't up. know what that is. What are you talking about? Oh, I'm gonna look it up. Crazy card. I'm allowed to make arguments for you the should, people because green's be, a good green's a good combo color. It combos you should be arguing for like uh, uh, Gaia's. What is it? Uh, uh, hmm? All lands are islands in addition to their other types. Oh, uh, Gaia's liege. You should be arguing for Gaia's liege or like <laughs> Telenite, Telenite druid or something like that. What's Everything. the one shimmering? Shimmering? <laughs> Shimmer. When you Oh anyway, go ahead, Brian. That's a blue card. Talk about that later. Um So anyway, uh you got like all those abilities, uh, the wither, the poison, you got Necroskitter to take advantage of it. You've got Liliana Vest is a very powerful multiplayer planeswalker. Uh and uh you've got you've got cool tribes, you got zombies and vampires are cool tribes. Uh, that you can you can really play up in in black. You've got skeletons. I mean, you think about this. Okay, the Chinese government wouldn't allow <laughs> card art with skeletons. I mean, they used to not be able to do this. That's how cool black was. They were like, we gotta ban this color because black's that awesome. Because black has Edward Cullen. What? <laughs> womp, womp, womp. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> No. Your color is the color of twilight. Get used to it. Oh. <laughs> no, but he's like he's like the good guy vampire, Google right? He like uh he's like that white he's like that vampire that becomes white, the repentant vampire. Repentant. Yeah. No, that's all white. Hmm. 
Like, back when he was, like, I guess he was eventually, or, or at one point, a bad guy. And then he got, like, all... You mean in the storyline, Repentant Vampire? Or are you talking about... I'm talking about, I'm talking about... I'm talking about Brian apparently knows the storyline of Twilight. Yeah, so let him, keep, knows, let him keep hanging himself here. Oh, this is awesome. Okay, so apparently he used to be, like, a really bad guy. And then he, like, something happened, and he became a good guy. And apparently uh, he becomes white with the ability to tap to destroy target black creature. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. When he has threshold. Um, however... I don't remember at what point in the movie where he re- attained threshold. But that's like that's like every good vampire, right? Is he used to be bad and then he did something and now he's good. Hmm. Well, Christian, you have to remember that Brian's seen all the Twilight movies like sixteen times. So sixteen times. He's a little more yeah. in touch with the storyline than you are. He's in touch. Absolutely. I'm I'm in I'm in touch with my feminine side. <laughs> and he does not mean his wife. <laughs> oh, that's right. Um, <laughs> You're setting him off topic. I think she's doing it deliberately. All right. Hey, he's been what on color is good for like at that? 45 minutes now, so... Yeah, so it's time to get somebody else. Before you set a record for the entire podcast history. It was a little, it was a little, it was a little awkward making me go first, because now all you guys just get to, like, steal all my great ideas and my format and all uh, that stuff. Or a bunch of trolls. Ryan, yep. Life is so hard. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it really is. All right, let's talk about your... Who's, who's next? Christian? I put myself as next. Silly so therefore, I guess I should be... Next. <laughs> the Smurf color. All right. So the color of Smurfs, that is the important thing about this color. All right. First of all, I'm going to read from the top of my head, off the top of my head. <clears throat> or AKA Wikipedia. AKA Wikipedia. Uh, blue is the color of intellect. Sexual frustration. Reason, sexual frustration. Wait a minute. Um, illusion, logic, knowledge, manipulation, trickery, as well as the classical elements of air and water. Blue's colors, blue's cards are best at letting a player draw additional cards permanently taking control of opponent's cards, returning cards to their owner's hand, and countering spells, causing them to be discarded, and the mana used to cast them wasted. Blue's creatures tend to be weaker than creatures of other color, but commonly have abilities and traits which make them difficult to damage or block, particularly flying, and to a lesser extent, shroud. Blue's weakness includes having trouble permanently dealing with spells that have already been played, the reactive nature of most of its spells, and the small and expensive roster of creatures. But it's awesome, and it's the best. I think that part's off the top of my head. Yeah, it, I, I want to hear Christian argue the benefits of counterspells. Um, <laughs> that's what I'm looking forward to. I, uh, Let's see if he can, he can I was going to try to avoid avoid that, but uh, I have to actually work that in. But anyway, um, when playing multiplayer, especially EDH, there's things that you need to have in order to be competitive. Namely, card draw, control, and a reactive element. And green in your deck. <laughs> That's the other thing that makes a good deck. Just FYI. But anyway, I haven't thought this out as well as uh, as well as my um, my co-host Brian. But um, but I think um, so. Blue, I I play a lot of blue, and even though I don't play a lot of um, counter magic, and that's why I like about it. It's got it's no it's not only good for counter magic, which is a huge part of it, but you take that huge part away, and it's still an excellent color. I think. Um, the creatures have evasion, so you're getting there. You, like it's really easy to to block and not take damage from a big green creature that doesn't have trample. Um, it has ability to handle other creatures, um, not as well as uh, black as far as killing it, but you can take it, which is even better than killing it, because then all of a sudden you have a creature, and you can swing back on them or just take it temporarily to block one of their other creatures, and then they both die. And that's better than just a one cast one off spell 
that kills a creature, in my opinion. You know, black can steal creatures, too, with Enslave. Enslave? Just saying. It does have a card that can do that. Um, Teddy Tiddlywinks, your turn is over. Just <laughs> saying. Just saying, Tiddlywinks. Um, the ability to bounce is not only good because it gets it gets rid of the creature, it put, but it puts it back in their hand, and then they have to either cast it again or discard another card, which is nice. Um, flying is awesome. It. Huh? Black just, black just kills it outright. No need to bounce it. Just dead. But then you don't have to give a card uh, discard in addition to it. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's mm-hmm. true. <laughs> in that case, oh. blue is, in that in that one particular instance, Ding. blue is better. But you can't draw cards as well as blue. There's a lot more evasion that blue has, and uh, a lot more disruption. And um, for one blue, you can do a lot um, more than other cre- other colors. It seems to me, especially with card manipulation. And there's a little-known card called Mystic Remora. I don't know why this card doesn't get played more. It does have cumulative upkeep, and I guess that scares people away who weren't playing during Ice Age. Because um, by the time Cold Snap came around, it was like, hmm, everybody was scared of it. But uh, back in Ice Age, you were like, wow, this card is so much more powerful than these other cards. But it has the drawback of, of you know, it has to have a big drawback, and that is cumulative upkeep, that it gets harder and harder to maintain. So Mr. Gamora, for one blue, cumulative upkeep of one colorless, which is nice in multiplayer, uh, multi-color decks. Whenever target opponent successfully casts a non-creature spell, you may draw a card. That player may pay four to counter this ability. Which I'm sure there's a updated um, text of it. But So when any player, all the way around the multiplayer table, whenever they play something, you pretty much draw a card for free. Uh, unless somebody pays four, which is different than, than the Ristic Studies, which, are, which is an awesome card. And then you have Ponder, Careful Study, Preordain, all the draw cards cards. Um, and as far as taking everything, Blatant Thievery, which I hate when I see it on the board, but it's a pretty damn powerful card. It's for seven, Sorcery. For each opponent, gain control of target permanent that player controls. I mean, you could kill everything the way Black does, or you could take it. And that's arguably better. Then you have Commandeer for seven. It's an instant. <clears throat> you may remove two blue cards in your hand from the game rather than pay the c- Commandeer's mana cost. Gain control of target non-creature spell. You may choose new targets for it. So that's a spell that's coming onto the play, I guess, battlefield, or just being cast. And uh, you take it! Uh, just a an interesting note. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's cards like Commandeer. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, why, if you look at like uh, Green Sun Zenith, mm-hmm. why Green Sun Zenith is kind of weird. Where Green Sun Zenith says, search your library for a green creature card with converted mana cost X or less, then put it onto the battlefield, then shuffle your library, mm-hmm. then shuffle Green Sun Zenith into its owner's library. Mm-hmm. So if you just cast it, okay, technically the way oh, it's right. written on the card, you got to shuffle and then you shuffle again. But it's cards like uh, uh, Commandeer that made here it. that create awkward wording like this. And that's what blue does, is create awkwardness. awkward wordings on other cards. <laughs> and that's it not also, even getting into phasing. Yeah. yeah, it also lets you draw a whole bunch of cards that all just let you draw more cards into creatures that suck. <laughs> but if you're a good blue mage, then you're winning with things other than creatures. Says T- Teddy Tiddlywinks, who ran with Consecrated Sphinx and loved it. Loving it. In my blue-black deck. <laughs> <laughs> In your what-black deck? Blue-black. 
What was the first part of that? What was the part right before black? Consecrated Sphinx is a blue card, so I have to have blue. Blue in there. Blue too. Sure. Just all by itself. All it is is like blue. I'm drawing. I'm drawing. I'm drawing. I'm drawing, I'm drawing, 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 drawing. <laughs> Sitting there yeah, drawing. Are you complaining when every single time somebody drew you do two cards? That's pretty hot. No, actually, I think I said something like, that looks like fun, I think I'll do that too. Yeah, and then you would giggle like a schoolgirl. <laughs> like a tiddlywink. Like but a tiddlywink. Every, every, pretty much, every card in the game of Magic, um, I don't know, it just seems more, it seems pretty powerful to... Be have, to have access to higher card advantage with more cards in the other colors. I mean, there's, there, every color can draw cards, but blue seems to allow you to draw cards under the most circumstances. And like Arcanist and Omnipotent tap, draw three cards. Sure, you can draw into your Scornful Egoist and your Fugitive <laughs> Wizard all you want. You can draw into all that blue has to offer. Dude, Not just the eight cast it costs one more. Amazing. And Vizardrixes, exactly. My point it's exactly. Card, card advantage is, it's, there's a reason it's called an advantage. Yep. And that's one of the essentials of the, <laughs> well said. Obvious statement is obvious, that. right? <laughs> the first rule of Obvious cat is obvious. Is the first rule of Totology Club. <laughs> Geek humor. And, uh, so anyway, that's pretty much it. And then there was this, um, I just love it even though – and then not even to talk about the, the ability to counter another card. As could as anything that black could do, it doesn't. It, the, card, the, the card has ended, and it has no effect. And uh, that's why blue's the best. Pretty good? Yay. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. Fizzle. Um <laughs> Sounded a lot more interesting in my head. No, I think it's it's a color that that enhances all of the colors. It's like color safe bleach, and that is that is it. I think we're all trying to figure out how in the hell it's like color safe bleach because it makes color it. other colors better. I don't get it either. Because it makes other colors better. It makes your white. It makes is your it whites whiter and your brights fucking brighter. Haven't you heard? Bleep. <laughs> um. Inappropriate Christian mark the time. Anyway, next. <laughs> wow. That one's the award for segue of the year. What, Wait, next? Is that really all you got? <laughs> next. Anyway, next. <laughs> I didn't think, well, we got other topics, and we're already like two hours into the podcast. <laughs> oh, we're time not. We didn't even start till like 8.45. So who's next? I'm going to have to edit a little bit of this. Aww. No, just you a little of the ahs and ands and how there was uh, spaces. Go, Dad, <laughs> That's true. you're up. Is it Wait. me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah duh. Go, go, Green Ranger. Dun, you want to flip dun, dun. in the air and splits and stuff. Yeah. yeah now I'm going anyway. to read the Skype that you guys were all Skype, 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 Skyping along while I was talking. <laughs> I can follow up on all that. <laughs> it's mostly about Taco Bell. Oh, okay, great. Now I'm, I was hungry, and I just oh, got it God. off my mind, and now I'm hungry again. <laughs> And also ginger garlic wontons, which if and you croutons. haven't tried them, they're awesome. Croutons and wontons? Bring, bring them on Wednesday night. Okay. I, I call them really on Wednesday night. So easy. Bring more stuff. Bring, um... I already bring Taco Bell. Yeah. 
And ginger because fried and fried ginger wontons now. Let's see, what else? No, they're crunchy garlic ginger wontons. They're in the salad topper section. They're delicious. I think you're supposed to put them on salad, but I just eat them out of the bag, and they're really good. And also, they're All probably right. really healthy. Probably. And by that, I mean probably Greece, not. Greece is one of the four food groups, right? Uh, it's one of my four food groups. Okay, so green. Green is a must in multiplayer. Everybody plays green. Do I even have to talk about it? Everybody knows why it's awesome. Um, okay, next, Andrew. <laughs> next. <laughs> no, okay, so green, first of all, we'll go with the obvious, which is the mana ramping, which is, I think, one of the reasons why everybody plays green in like, EDH and multiplayer. And you don't have to bother trying to convince me that your color's better because green meshes well with other colors. People like to play green with other colors. Because it provides these other advantages. It's like color save bleach. Sure. I still don't get that, but okay. It makes your so, brights brighter. And I'm not gonna go through <laughs> I'm not gonna go through a bunch of cards like Brian does, because Brian just likes to spit cards out till you like stop listening. So <laughs> <laughs> So I'm just gonna say Green has big creatures. Vote for me, Fingers. Uh, I, <laughs> I haven't even talked about the creatures, but yes, we all know that green has the best smashy facey creatures. So, first of all, the mana ramping. So, everybody likes to play green in their multiplayer decks because it helps you get that mana advantage, which is crucial, especially in the early turns of multiplayer when you're trying to establish a board position and kind of you know swing the tempo of the game into your favor. So, a lot of people play green just to start out with the you know the explorers and and wait, what does Christian say? Haro. Haro. The haro. 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 How are you? The ramping growth, the cultivate, that sort of thing, which it just helps you to get out, you know, lots and lots of other lands. Omnath being the mana ba- battery, the uh, Andrews in my favorite, the Azusa Lost but Seeking, letting you play two extra lands per turn. Um, Broken. Yeah, it's amazing. Broken. Yeah. Woo! Broken. So obviously the first is just the mana generation. And it's not just the it's not just the the mana ramping, but it has a lot of effects that allow you to like generate extra mana like what's the one I always play? Mana reflection. Mm. And then there's another one, but I can't remember it. Is it there's something called upwelling? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, there you go. That's one It's like the Omnath ability. Everybody knows. I don't know cards. So it has all these things that like, let you like double the mana that you're getting from your lands or let you get extra lands out fast. Primeval Titan, hello. 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 Every time hello. You, you get, get hello. Get Primeval Titan on a mimic that broken. Okay, so you get all your get all your lands, which is nice. And then the other thing that makes green so good, especially right now, especially in the, after the scars block, um is the artifact and enchantment hate. Because that's the one thing Word. that Green is really, really, really super good at, is mm-hmm. taking out artifacts and enchantments. Um, and I don't know all the cards. Everybody knows all the cards. <laughs> it takes them out. I'm not going <laughs> to Everybody knows all them cards. I'm not going to bother listing them all. They do. I don't know. Everybody knows I don't know cards. I don't even know cards that I play with. I don't even know cards where it's like, it's in my deck and I play it every week. I'm like, hey, Brian, what's that one card that I have? And he's like, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> Don't look it up. <laughs> well, that's the only way you'll learn. You look, you look oh, tough love. 
terrible. So yeah, so it, lots and lots of green cards that'll take out artifacts. And oh, I remembered one, um, Viridian Zealot. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Okay, that's all I got. So, <laughs> it was a good one. If you're gonna have one, you might as well be a good one. There's that one. There's the one that. Um, there's the one from Scars. Acidic slime. Oh yeah, yeah. That's acidic slime is awesome because acidic slime you can take out like lands too. Well, okay, it's awesome except when people play it against me and, and I hate it. Bastards. Rastodon. Oh yeah, Terastodon, which people always put the extra R in there, so it's like Terastodon. Terastodon. And then there's that other. What's the one with the um with the the with the persist? That's the the, the thing that does the same thing as Terastodon, but. So there's all these great creatures like the, there's. That one doesn't take stuff out, but that one's awesome. But it's still good. <laughs> it's so good. I Nachos. Nachos like, are good. I'm going to get in on this green creature thing. I'm just going to whisper so it doesn't well, tell no. like <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's more. it's more you need help. I don't need help. Yeah. I don't need to elaborate. These Everybody knows the cards that I'm talking about. I'm like, hey, there's that green creature where you play it and you get to destroy three permanents and then their controllers get elephants. <laughs> Do I really need to say that it's Terastrodon? Terastrodon. I don't know who says it that way, but someone says it that way, and it drives me crazy, so I'm doing it now, just like I'm doing Haro. So that's Haro? one thing. And then the, the other good thing about, well, I haven't really gotten to the creatures yet, but a lot of the, a lot of the creatures in green have, like, dual purposes, like the Terastrodon and the Woodfall Primus and the Acidic Slime. So it's like they'll come into play, and then they'll do something else when they come into play. I mean, enter the battlefield. But it's, good, it's good that they do that because when they do come into the battlefield, they can't deal with the opponents. Other green can't deal with the opponents' creatures, other creatures. So you got to be able to destroy their other stuff because if you can't plow through their creatures, then all your pretty green creatures are pretty um, I useless. I can't plow through their creatures. Pretty useless. You trample and oh, I have another word for you: huge. Oh. My creatures. And they have trample, and they will trample all over your face. But I'm not at the creatures yet, okay? Oh, all over your face. I've got one word for you. Huge thank you. <laughs> well, we've already said <laughs> that Christians is bigger. Word. Womp, womp, womp. Okay, so <laughs> another thing that green does is it goes and gets creatures. See, we, maybe we should just talk about creatures. Let's just get the elephant out of the room. Get it? Because elephant. Yeah, I got it. Nothing you do against No. <laughs> I didn't expect Brian to get it. So, green creatures everybody knows are huge and smashy facey. I like to have like a suite of green creatures that make all my other green creatures awesome. Like, I'll have Spearbreaker Behemoth, which makes everything else indestructible, and then my other things will make them huge. What's the one that um, the one where it cut a Jiraga? Not tree speaker. Or caller. Caller. Ah, mm-hmm. I thought of a card on my own. The Jiraga. Yeah. It'll come in. Spear fingers. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll come into play, and it'll make all of your other creatures bigger. And then the Spearbreaker Behemoth will make them indestructible. And then Jiraga Preserver will make them me not have to stack them. And then Asceticism will make them all untargetable, give them troll shots. All the green. The green Need I say more? Well, Need I say more? And then if you can properly bribe everyone at the table, they will let you build up a huge army of green creatures. And you can have like 20, 20, 20s from Gelatinous Genesis, mm-hmm. which is amazing. 
because you told everybody you would like give them packs if they would leave your creatures alone, and it's <laughs> awesome. So green creatures are the best. In a casual multiplayer environment. I'm sorry, judge caveat. DCI does not condone bribing <laughs> of players or threats of physical violence. If they hurt your creatures, it's a no-no. Are we good, Brian? It's a little asterisk. Whoa. It's a disclaimer. I think you heard you rolling your eyes when you were saying that. <laughs> Actually, I was doing the air quote things, like, for ultimate sarcastic effect. Ultimate. Okay, so the creatures obviously are big and smashy-facey, and I mm. love them. I love the green creatures. Like, I mean, people talk a lot about Jace, but, I mean, Lurgoyf, or, uh, I mean, um, Tarmogorf. I mean, who didn't splash green to play that card, you know? Exactly, because it's awesome. Or the, how about the other one that's, is it black green, I think? Lord of Extinction? Uh, Yeah, that's pretty badass. It's black, too, but. This is fine. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that, because I'm fine with green working with other colors. I play well with others. It's like color save bleach. Okay, so the other thing that green I still don't, you keep saying that, and I still don't get it. Nope, gets it, Brian. Tiddlywinks, we're moving on. It's like... So Good. another thing green does really well is, 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 it's like color safe bleach. It goes and gets creatures. And that's exactly. It's my point exactly. It gets your land out faster. It's just like color safe bleach does. It's your land out. And by land, I mean grass stains. Yeah. There, we, there you go. Okay. We've there got we go. It gets grass right, stains. So green, it gets out grass stains. Green goes and gets creatures, which is awesome. I think Green Sun Zenith does it too now, right? I don't like the Zenith, so I don't play it. But tooth and nail, when people play tooth and nail, it's just rude. When they play it against me, I mean, hmm. I'm fine with playing it. Uh, I mean, but, I'll play it, but you know, I'll play it. But when someone else says it to me, that's bad. Hmm. All right, we're cutting that part out. <laughs> <laughs> that was out of taken out of context. That's bad. I'm gonna put it in an intro. <laughs> All right, inappropriate Christian mark the time. <laughs> Is that a Tiddly Wayne's voice you're doing? That, that's my Brian. That's my <laughs> Brian daddy voice. When he's <laughs> Mark the time that needs to come out. Mark so, time. you know, hey. Hey. I only, said that, I only said that one time this podcast. I know, but he, <laughs> you said it so gruffly that now I'm doing the voice. All right. So, it goes and it gets creatures, right? And it has good creatures to get, which is nice. And then it also okay. has um, recursion, which is fantastic. So... The one card that I really like for this is Genesis, and I play it in, yes, Tiddlywinks, in my black-green deck. Oh, it's an old card, too. Uh, not the way I play it, because I just finished proxying up stuff on Set Editor, <laughs> so that I can print it out and put it in front of the old card, which I did buy. <laughs> nice. So, green helps you get stuff out of the graveyard just like black does. Not just like black does. Okay, whatever. Close enough. Um, Yeah, so that's a good one. And then it's really good for defense. So you have, like, walls and overgrown backman. Wall of wood. Awesome card. Uh, No, wall of of overgrown battlement. (laughs) Which also makes... I wish that was his real name, Wall of Overgrown Battlements. <laughs> which also makes Anna, which is awesome. It's a pile of overgrown battlements. Yeah. 
It's good. That makes um, a wall. And then the other thing that I like about green is that it gets rid of flyers because the thing that makes me sad is there's not a lot of green flyers because I like flying stuff too. Hmm. Sad face. That's why blue's awesome. It flies all over your ass. Well, blue and white. I mean, I, lo- I love my blue and my hey, white. Hey, Christian, the flies all over your ass is probably because of the smell. <laughs> Just saying. Inappropriate. Mark the time for Inappropriate. Mark the time. Mark the time. So green likes to get rid of flyers, <laughs> which I like. Um, it has, like, hurricane. And then there's that thing. Is it raking canopy? Yeah, which thing? is good in multiplayer because you, you, yeah. you, you don't – the flyers that you don't kill will be attacking other people. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to really. You don't have to do anything else. It's because you know, it's in. It's an enchantment, right? I think that you just drop yes. and then it does damage. Four damage. Mm-hmm. So whenever oh. a flying creature attacks. attacks you. Yeah, whenever it, a flying creature attacks you. So it's kind of like a COP flyers, which is nice. So <laughs> it does get rid of flyers. Which if I'm playing green, I like to get rid of the flyers. If I'm not playing green, I like to play the flyers mm. and then attack people with them. So nice. yeah. And then um, the other thing that I really like is the fact that green has so many huge creatures and they all have trample. You can give them all trample or they have trample and then you can you can garrick them and you can overwhelming stampede them and you can overrun them. You can – what's the other one? There's a new one. Oh, that mm. – Oh, shit. <laughs> is there a leader? Is that right? Is that the other one that does the thingy with the trample? Missouri, yeah, it does a... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you can trample because obviously it's not... Just having the 2020s for me is enough, but <laughs> oddly enough for other people, that's not enough. They actually want to do something with them, which I don't really get, but... They don't actually, actually attack and swing. creatures and then attack people with them, yeah. which is just silly. But because you have these 2020s, you can give them all trample. And then I think there was a game, it was probably like two months ago, where we calculated that I took three people out simultaneously. There was a couple of people playing life gain decks, but I attacked on turn, I don't know, nine or ten. And I attacked with somewhere around 800 points of damage, which is awesome. Just and that's good. why I love green. The end. Nice. And before you're uh, done with green, I forgot to add the... Um the preamble, and uh, maybe I'll splice it in. Maybe I'll edit this afterwards, or maybe it'll be one of those things that I say I'll edit afterwards and not. Green is the color of life. Bring instinct, nature, reality. Interesting, because it is. Uh, evolution, ecology, and interdependence. Green has a... Huh? And huge green creatures, yes. And 2020s. <clears throat> green... 2020 Green has a large number of creatures, as Debbie has mentioned, uh, which tend to be the largest in the game for their cost. Many of its spells make them stronger temporarily. It can also destroy unnatural artifacts and enchantments, increase a player's life total, get extra lands or other mana resources into play, sources, uh, and produce the other four colors of mana. Green creatures often have trample, an ability which lets them deal attack damage directly to an opponent <clears throat> if it is blocked by a weaker creature. Green's weaknesses include its difficulty destroying creatures directly, a distinct shortage of flying creatures, <clears throat> uh, although some of its creatures have reach, making them able to block them, and its lack of strategic options other than its signature large creatures. And okay, one, one, other, one other neat aspect of green mm-hmm. is the ability to animate lands. I mm-hmm. hate that. 
like, I, I do. I hate that because it opens up your lands to like creature removal, which just makes me so sad face. Sure, but like ambush commander, Kamal fist of Croza, uh, living plane. You know, there's a bunch of uh, what's the one that makes all your forest sapperlings? Uh, and then there's a liege tangly yeah. thingy. Oh yeah, the tangly. Uh, Leash I already tangly. said it. Leash tangly thingy. Leash tangly thingy, yeah. Makes all your lands 8-8s or something, or as many lands as you want 8-8s. Eight um, I hate that. You don't? You hate it? Leash of the tangle. Yeah, because, because do you know how sad I would be if I turned <laughs> all my lands into creatures and then somebody wrathed and then I would, like, probably cry and quit? Why don't you just turn other people's lands into creatures and then kill those lands? Oh. Or just play Armageddon oh, and save yourself a step. What? No, you can't, but you can do something with, like, Kamal. What was that game that we were playing where I had a Kamal, uh, like, I had a Kamal out, and someone else had the uh, Krovax Hero Ascendant, and it was sort of like, hey, I can kill, <laughs> I can kill everybody's land. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. That's mean. You're like, I'll give you a pack. I'm like, you're not even play- you weren't even playing. You're like, I'll give you a pack if you do it. I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. They're like, I'll give you two packs if you do it. I was like, no, I don't want to do that. I'll give you three packs. Ship it. <laughs> like, fine. I'll- sorry, sorry, guys. Apparently, everyone has uh, their price. I have a price. In a casual multiplayer setting, the DCI does not condone bribing people to mm-hmm. do anything in the game of Magic. I was go. wondering where the DCI judge caveat was going to go because yeah. I was. Yeah. You're wondering whether that was condoned by. Yeah. This was a kitchen table setting, and P.S. It was funny. It, it, <laughs> it was. Part of me was wondering, like, how far I could have gone. How many you people know? play at a kitchen that's table? That's the Churchill thing, where everybody knows the Churchill story, where he's like, "Madam, would you sleep with me for ten dollars?" And she says, "Certainly not." And he says, "How about a million? And she says, "Yes." And then he goes, "How about?" Twenty dollars. She's like, "What do you think I am?" And he says, "We've already established that. Now we're just haggling over price." <laughs> Brian should have held out for a little more than three packs. Yeah, well, you know, he's a cheap. He's uh, cheap. I'm not going to finish the word. It's it's draft. I don't use word like that. <laughs> well, excellent. <clears throat> it's a draft set. Well, De- Debbie has proven that green is a quite affordable color. And green, the best thing about green is that everybody likes to not splash it, but splice it. Ha! That's a mechanic. Nice. It's a mechanic. So, <laughs> it's it's funny like when you have to explain it. <laughs> That's a mechanic. I know what splices. They like to combine it with other colors. So people like to play green and white or green and red. Mm-hmm. Uh, Valakut. Hello, the Valakut duck. Doing pretty well. Hello. Uh, green and black. My Saverdak, which is a little mean. I think I've kind of stopped playing it. In favor of my Azusa deck, which is so much nicer. Yeah. <laughs> well, it really, truly is the way I play it. Nice. <laughs> I'm a nice guy. So green? No, you're not. Not your Azusa deck is not nice. Mine is nice because mine gets out a bunch of green creatures, and then I'm like, <clears throat> "Hey, I win!" And they're like, "What?" And I'm like, "Well, I'm happy." The coolest, the, like everyone has an issue with that deck, but I always kill myself when I use it because I just draw a bunch of cards for fun. I think it's interesting that every game I'm just going to kill myself. Hmm. Um, I have played you in a game where you did not kill yourself; you well, smashed everybody's face up. The majority <laughs> of games, I the majority of games I like Genesis Way for a lot, and then I have so many. You must draw this many card triggers that I draw like 200 cards and I lose. <laughs> so, 
Oh yeah, that Probably sounds like green's great. Hey, some people like. To I play draw games. my son. I draw my library out. Whoops. He doesn't have to draw his library out. He does it because it's funny. Whoops. Up, oh, I'm dead. Because it's. And funny. I still had all these. <laughs> like Roger Rabbit once said, I did it because it was funny. Please. So I'm posting the mini giraffe photo on Facebook. Nice. Did you guys see the one that says "Epic Win"? Oh, he's like Epic Win. I'm Epic Win. No, there's one that says Epic Win, and then it's got your hands, and it's got a mini giraffe like sitting in the guy's hands, yeah. and it says the feeling of having the whole world in your hands. I know. I want a mini giraffe too, and it's adorable. And then Aww. I put, find out why we all want one of these. Well, you don't have to listen to the episode to find that out. Who doesn't want one of these? Because it's a mini giraffe, and it's awesome. But you should listen to the episode anyway. Hmm. Well said. Did I really just tell people not not to listen to the show? <laughs> you guys want to hear something I marked awesome down the time. on Facebook? Uh, what? Okay. So, you know how everybody kind of has started putting their just their first initial in the tag? So, it's like D for Debbie. Right. Do you know we now have an A, B, C, D? We do? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's right. We do. <laughs> Which is Yay. so awesome. Yay, kiss, kiss, pop, pop. Kiss, kiss. I like how that dude made a uh, one of those uh, split cards. Split cards guy. With it. Well done. Automatically won something. I know we got to give him something. <laughs> Andrew says winning. When are, when winning. are people going to stop with the Charlie Sheen winning? Never. Never, because it's awesome. It's, it's pretty awesome. Because I've always been winning my entire life. I just never had a name for it until now. <laughs> That's right. So he, so he yeah, gave us the an, name. We have an A B C D. Which is a lot great. of a lot of other podcasts don't have that. No. They have non-sequential uh, uh, first letters of their hosts' names. So It's a mythic. Yeah, eat it's that other podcast. It's mythically rare. <laughs> <laughs> it's mythically rare. Oh, my goodness. All right, All moving on. Podcast. podcast. White. You want me to? <laughs> White, for God's sake, do the next one. Um, I'll set the stage up for you here, Andrew. Wait, we should talk about Red and how awesome it is in multiplayer and how it never, like, Burns itself out, and just then you just sit there with nothing but some mountains. With nothing to do, and everybody's still at a very it's high level. Exactly, you true. Can't burn. you have like insurrection and comet storm and a bunch. Really? Of- okay. Uh, I challenge Brian, Go, Brian to play mono red at our next Wednesday night magic. Ooh, Ooh. sounds like a challenge. I have mono red decks. Yeah, go ahead and play them. And I hate them, so don't tell them to play that, them. Let's see how that happens. <clears throat> if I may. White is the color of order, equality, righteousness, healing, law, community, peace, absolutism slash totalitarianism, and light, although not necessarily good. Um, White's strengths are a roster of small creatures that are strong collectively, protecting these creatures with enchantments, gaining life, uh, preventing damage to creatures or players, imposing restrictions on players, reducing the capabilities of opponents' creatures, and powerful spells that equalize the playing field uh, or balance it. Balance is a card, Debbie. Uh, by by destroying all cards of a given type. White creatures are known for their protection with various other colors, protections from various other colors, or even types of cards, rendering them nearly impervious to harm from those things. Numerous white creatures also have first strike, life links, and vigilance. White's weaknesses include focus on focus on creatures, its unwillingness to simply kill creatures outright instead of hobbling them with restrictions can, that can be undone, and the fact that many of its most powerful spells affect all players equally, not just the casting player. 
Hey, do you know what they call a, a roster of small creatures that are strong collectively? Uh, what? In white? Weenies? Yes. <laughs> you said weenie. <laughs> and you like the idea of a collection of small weenies all around? Weenies. <laughs> Sounds like that uh, adult movie I rented called uh, Itty Bitty Gang Bang. That was a pretty good one. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm Googling it right now. That better be something real. Inappropriate. Mark the time. <laughs> um, Christian, that's inappropriate. It needs to come out. Mark the time. No, I, that, that, there's a movie called Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. It's a Disney movie, and I think it's from... I forget. It's there, from some movie where they... There's a movie called Kiss Kiss real. Bang Bang, which is terrible. Well, did you just yeah. say adult movie? Because I, I definitely got a... Few- Itty Bitty... I just got itty bitty titty gang bang. <laughs> <laughs> that's just adding another know. word. That's that's. No, there's an itty bitty titty gang bang porn video site. It's itty bitty right because it's. I think Brian's on mute and he's like people. screaming punching at us. Himself he's in his punching head. the wall and <laughs> he's imagining that's not scenarios. Entirely inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> he's just picturing all the judges that are that are listening to this podcast and being like. Brian had such high hopes. Brian is such. I kept everyone on topic, and this week is just not happening. This oh, week there's an Itty Bitty Gang Bang Facebook page. Okay. <laughs> hey, I can I, now with the new Facebook, I can go on as Avant Card, switch to Avant Card username, and then go like a bunch of pages like Itty Bitty Gang Bang, and then it'll show <laughs> it'll up, come as, up on. as likes for Avant Card. See, Brian, if she's not talking about eggnog and Bukaki. damn it. <laughs> So anyway, white is awesome. I agree. Yep. So yeah, and uh, Andrew, and do you have anything uh, to all right. add? All right. So all right. Ahead, I'm gonna go with all the shit you were talking, this better be good. I'm gonna go ahead and touch on the first subject that the obvious, the obvious thing white is good at. White is good at destroying everything. Completely, <laughs> like just everything. It can destroy all enchantments. It can destroy all artifacts. It can mostly destroy all creatures. It can destroy all lands. Uh, Brian brought up Plague Wind, which costs nine mana. This is what I was talking about. That's why I was I was yeah. huffing at him. That's what I'm talking uh, about. <laughs> I was playing, I'm playing mono. I'm playing mono white, right? Someone so get John Abishaya. This is puffery. For, for, so since you guys are playing your mono blue and your mono black and your mono green against my mono white deck, I can just play Mass Calcify, which is Plague Wind for seven mana. Destroy all non-white creatures. Hmm. Yeah, but it's so hard to get seven man in white as opposed to nine in black. Nine in black's well, easy. Well, yeah, nine in green is like turn two. Seven, seven in white <laughs> might as well just like have a like before a, your turn. an infinite symbol right next to it. It's like yeah, so, like infi white. Yeah, well, infinite. Well, there's also d billion d mana to cast mouse ca- mouse calcify. <laughs> mouse calcify. <laughs> calcify. Yes, your mouse has been turned into calc. You destroy right. all non-mouse creatures. So the calcium mouse now. You say that, Brian, but come on now. I've got help. I've, you know, you can play Soul Ring and stuff like that, but you also have land tax to get all those lands in your hand and to make sure you never miss a land drop. Uh, you also can play Sarah's Sanctum. Since you're playing white, you're playing enchantments. Sarah's Sanctum taps for a white for each enchantment you control. Uh, yeah, land tax is awesome. So, But I read somewhere, did it get restricted in something? <clears throat> Banned in Legacy? Restricted in, I don't know. Yeah, that's. Why don't you just Cause it's awesome. type it in? This is like one of the best see. card draw spells. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's, it's banned in Legacy. I slipped out of character for a second. It's just, <laughs> it's just like, nah, because all you got to do is just keep the keep the same number of land and whatever. It's a dead card. 
I'll just skip a land drop if it gets that bad. Oh, really? Is that what yeah. you're going to do? Then, yeah. then I'm winning because you're not winning. doing anything. Winning. Yeah. He's pound sign right. winning. Moving on. <laughs> or continuing on. And then, and then Debbie said all her creatures can be indestructible and stuff. I can just final judgment and exile all the creatures. Uh, no, because if you do that, I will punch you. Charlie Sheen should have said, exiled. Exiled. <laughs> oh, God. If you want to, if you want to talk about things that will just make me lose it beyond killing all my pretty green creatures, removing them from the game makes me furious. Doubly furiously. Good thing, good thing I have Path to Exile and Swords to Plowshares. That's always good, right? No, that makes me sad. Um, let's see. Don't and now, now you got, there's just a bunch of wrath. I could talk about wrath for like an hour because there's a lot of them. I'm not going to do that. I mean, I could. Oh, no, no, you could. <laughs> hey, pretend like you're Brian and then just talk about wrath for an hour because that's what he does. <laughs> He'll just be like, Black does this really well. I'm about to list 74 cards as examples. I can only imagine the words that he calls you while he's on mute. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's think inappropriate, Christian. Mark the thought. Dirty. Beep. <laughs> Scalawag, mother. Beep. I made, I made a section just for Brian and all his drain life spells and his corrupts. I can give myself personal shroud. With True Believer and Ivory Mask and Leyline of Sanctity, it means you guys will never That's target me ever. Never. And then I can also protect myself from specific colors with Story Circle and Circle of Protection. Never mm-hmm. going to get dealt damage, ever. Never, ever? Ever, ever? Ever, ever? My life is going to be 20 forever. Brian, are so. you are you on pause, a mute? Um, Andrew, at this you're point, playing. no. I'm just, I'm just listening. Uh, I was like, all right. This is going to be at like 200. Yeah. Uh, it's not at 20. Don't sell yourself short. I said I was going to be at 20 forever, but we also have a card called Beacon of Immortality. Bacon is, uh, of Immortality. So bacon. once you eat that BLT, Anything you just live bacon forever. Bacon awesome. Bacon of Immortality, and you just double your life total, and then you shuffle it back in. So you're just going to infinitely double your life total and never lose. Unless, you know, because you're never going to have a card in your graveyard because it shuffles back in. Come on now. Hmm. Come on. <laughs> you're just going to gain, like, you know, infinite life. You I like your come on now strategy. Hey, how does that NC life work with poison counters? Oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> doesn't. <laughs> Poorly. From the green black that Brian and I got on over here. The answer is poorly. The answer is poorly. <laughs> they interact really well when I play Gideon and then you don't get to attack me. Attack my Gideon. Hmm. Into my first striking soldiers and angels. Yeah, your <laughs> there first, goes your infect. Are your first striking soldiers and angels 2020s? Hey, so a, so a creature with infect can't deal damage to a planeswalker, right? Yes, it can. Yes, yeah. it, it deals damage to a planeswalker. But it deals damage in the form of negative one, no. negative one counters. No. It deals damage like... Removing. Hello? Hi. Oh. Hi. That was weird. What's Hello. up, Teddy Tiddly Wings? Okay, because it says it deals damage to creatures in the form of negative one and players in the form of poison counter, but it doesn't say anything about doing anything different to planeswalkers, so I see. I gotcha. So go well, on. Basically, my argument for why it is tendered is straight at Brian. What? <laughs> So, so Brian, you were talking about a card. Uh, it was a dragon, right? It was a six mana dragon. Sure. I've got a card that's a five mana angel that has protection from dragons. <laughs> okay. And also has protections from your other good creatures that are called demons. Also, she's hot. And anything with a power of five or less. Sure. But then you can just go for the throater, doomblader. You know, Brave all sorts of crazy Protection things. from black. Go for the yeah. throater. Emerge unscathed, pro black. Dude, I got. Fine, you attack me. I got darkness. Fog it. Never. I've got. Yeah, I've whatever. Got, I have fog. I've got cruel edicts. I've got. You sack that thing. 
If, but I also suck that if you got that thing, if you got that thing more than a turn, you're like, oh, I got pro black. It doesn't matter. Sack it. It's gone. You say sack it, but I have all these things that make tokens where I just have way too many creatures. I have, you know, Conqueror's Pledge, Sacred Mesa, Mobilization, Spectral Possession, Cloud Go Ranger. Yeah, and then uh, they just die. Look at them go. One. Dead, 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 dead. Night of Souls Betrayal, all your views like I just crap out a bunch of zero zeros and they die right away. Except your for the part that I'm playing betrayal. So I have Glorious Anthem, Honor of the Pure. Oh, all- sure, you can roll out your three hundred card deck and you where you play all this stuff. I don't have to roll just- Brian, you listed like five hundred and seventy three cards. <laughs> don't shush shush <laughs> We're not talking about that. We're talking about Andrew and his and his billion D trillion D card deck. Billion D trillion D. time. This is Echo Andrew's time. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're gonna make fun of Andrew because Brian can't win an argument unless he makes fun of somebody. Oh, <laughs> this is a sassy yeah, yeah. podcast. Andrew, don't make fun of those who are challenged. <laughs> oh my God. Challenged this way, he has to fall back on sarcasm and vitriol. <laughs> so. Big words that I don't even know the name. Definition of. You don't know what sarcasm means? <laughs> oh, it was and. <laughs> that was the word. <laughs> that was pretty funny. I got vitriol, but sarcasm and the word and, I just had to <laughs> That was actually. And I, I kind of skipped out on it, but we have angels. Yeah, angels, yo. Awesome. Yeah, they like, help you win baseball games, apparently. <laughs> How did I know he was going to go to <laughs> I got I got that one. It's because if Brian goes one episode without making an, a reference to something that happened like 25 years ago, <laughs> it would explode. Pre-Andrew? <laughs> okay. Sorry, oh, Andrew. Born yet. <laughs> He's got to make a reference to something that happened before Andrew. <laughs> BCA. 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 Yeah. Before coming of Andrew. That was 1994. <laughs> what do we... All right, so what was that? It's three years old. Okay, still, that's... <laughs> what, what? you didn't, you didn't like Danny Glover and Tony Danza back in when you were three? I, that's like the prime age where people like... I actually remember watching that movie and then feeling extremely angry afterwards. I don't know why. It's supposed to be very soothing. No, Wait, which movie? that little kid was a punk. Have you watched <laughs> the beginning of that movie? He's a punk-ass bitch! Which movie? Angels, Angels in the Outfield. Oh, Angels in the Outfield. Is that the one where Madonna is playing? <laughs> no, that's uh, own. There's no oh. baseball. And that is one of the best movies ever. So don't. That's make a pretty funny movie. movie. That's, that's a better. A great movie. What happened if we were playing and just oops, my bosom fell out? You think there's a man <laughs> in this country who has this in your bosoms? <laughs> I like where she does a split and catches the ball. I like where John Winning. Lovett says he has to go home and give his wife a little pickle tickle. <laughs> <laughs> I feel a little, a little fat kid running around. You're gonna lose. You're gonna lose. Oh, well, that's still an angel. Did that movie happen? BCA. All right, moving on. What? Is was that a BCA movie? No. That Before was... the coming of Andrew. I don't think so. Oh. Was it? Uh, maybe I don't know. Google. We'll maybe Google. All right, circa 1991. <laughs> According to Deb, I'm only 15, so. <laughs> that is true. I was, like, in the seventh grade. She's like, so three years ago, yeah, obviously. 1992. 
So I was probably like eight to ten months old. You're going to be getting yeah. younger and younger as this podcast goes on. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> then you're like 21, 22. You're going to be like six. Yeah. By like episode I'm Benjamin four. Button. You give it <laughs> Benjamin yes. Button of podcasting. He is. We have Daddy Tiddlywinks and Benjamin Button. Andrew Button. <laughs> oh shit. It's got to be Andy Button, obviously. Yes, yes, of course. That's obviously okay. So basically, White just kills everything and has protection from everything, gains a bunch of life, makes a bunch of creatures, and we just win. I don't have any strike. That's a pretty good summer. First strike, and we have vigilance, and we fly because our angels have wings. And we also can do what Black does, but on a creature. So I have card advantage in my Karmic Guide when I bring back my creature. And you're the wind, wind beneath my wings. So. And, I, and my Karmic Guide also has protection from Black. So it does what Black does, but does it better. has a creature. Oh, shit. It flies, and it has protection from my color. Snap. I think the thing, the one thing that... that this turned into me versus Brian. I'm well, really you know, and, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm like, I'm fine with that. I just wish that I had had a whole you know hour worth of podcast time to... <laughs> strategize and plan my uh to be honest i haven't looked at this page since i disco- discovered i was doing white <laughs> it just turned out that every card in white is anti-black so. yeah that is true <laughs> so, you know what the thing about white is that is so awesome now is the first striking i love the first striking because up against poison people get so sad yeah, like, oh, yeah, look at all my effects creatures. And you're like, oh, first, yeah, watch them die. First Strike got yeah. a lot better when they removed uh, damage goes on the stack. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. <laughs> well said. Wow. So, so our listeners are... <laughs> a lot of people, a lot <laughs> Andrew, of Andrew, are you okay? It's like... <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> so I'll be right back. <laughs> Talking about white makes me cough. I'm dying. He be said right back. he had semen fluids. No. Okay. No. no, that was from another, <laughs> that was from another conversation. Sorry. I just popped up. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. That'd be shocking. I got a crouton stuck in my throat, and I started coughing, and I... Oh. And by crouton, he <laughs> means... seminal fluids. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw that on myself. <laughs> Beat yeah, there's the punch a lot of people one. who have made the argument, and I don't, I don't know that I disagree that white is the best multiplayer color. When when Brian said the black was, I was like, I had to really think whether it was not white because white seems I always thought was. I mean, everyone uh, plays green, but I think that the reason everybody plays green is because of the environment and the pressure to ramp up so quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also think that people feel rude when they play white. Like it's like people just like get angry with you when you cast Wrath of God, or you know. Yeah, it's that's like, true. why did you do that? It's one of those things where you don't want to be you don't want to be like ostracized from the group. Creatures so. seem more fair, and I'm not really sure why, but creatures what? creatures seem more fair in white? in white. No, just in general. Like if you played if you played like a a, a creature that like a what is it? Sunblast Angel, Saltblast mm-hmm. Angel, just Sun Royal Path. Yeah, okay, that feels. Uh, I knew a card, and Brian didn't. Whatever. Stars, S Star Blast Angel. Um, Destroy Attack. That feels more fair than, like, say, a sorcery spell that costs, like, two less that did the exact same thing. So a spell feels more fair when it's attached to a creature? Well, and, and, uh, it's just that's that's the perception. And, and when, mm-hmm. we, when you sit down and play in a multiplayer environment, just things feel more fair on a, cre- on a creature. Hmm. That makes sense. So... It's like color safe bleach. Okay, when it comes down to it, it's just it's like color safe bleach because right, color safe bleach is more fair than normal bleach. There's no chlorine in it. Bleach, 
yeah, because it it makes your brights brighter. Yeah. And your whites whiter. It enhances. I don't, yeah, I don't even want to tell you. So if, if you don't I have it by this now. Up because I kind of thought like bleach is supposed to bleach things. That's what I yet, thought too. But yet, if it's color safe, then how does that even work? How does then it's not really bleach? It's just like water then. Yeah, I don't know. That's right. Check this out. <clears throat> Hi, I'm color safe bleach. Sounds like a contradiction, but it's a good addition to laundry detergent to remove stains Are you and keep this colors brighter. This well, is that's where she gets all his ideas. So you know, color safe <laughs> yeah, bleach yeah. doesn't even know what blue is without reading it off of Wikipedia. Like regular bleach, but it is not safe for all fabrics. There you go. That's the deal with color safe bleach. Everybody that's listening to the podcast is like, phew. I'm glad that I listened to this podcast and got to the bottom of this whole issue of color safe bleach. They're like, does it have chlorine? Anyway, it enhances other colors. I'm not even gonna. <laughs> anyway, while uh, Andrew, I gotta, I gotta, oh, I gotta be with you. From ehow.com. You're right. That's pretty. So good. Anyway, That's pretty fast, I, right? I, I think I'd have to agree that if you're gonna play a monocolor, now are we saying that these are we're making arguments for monocolors? No, just the strengths of, of each of the colors. Because yeah. if you're saying monocolored, I'd have to say that white is probably the way to go. Oh, the, the strongest. Yeah, if you yeah, if mono. you were forced into playing a single color. So but the colors are so there's so many. That's the good thing about playing casuals because you have access to all the cards in Magic pretty much except for the banned ones, and then even still under even casual casual you still is that. You can't really say that one's any better than the others because if you yeah, happen to be, we just no, cause we you could blew play. off red. We completely blew off red. <laughs> yeah, we definitely can say that. Is one better than the other? No, four is better than the other. It's just because there's so. I mean, no one color does any one thing. Like colors do lots and lots of different things, and have they all have drawbacks that other colors capitalize on? So you could play if you. Good. No, if you pick one element, one if like if you use green, you only do creatures, and you don't do any ramping, and you don't do any non-creature destruction, or you don't do any recursion, then someone can have a, a deck that just has like there's artifacts that say creatures with a power of three or more can't untap, so you could shut that whole thing down. So you could say that that other color is better, but it just depends on how you how you play it and and the meta of what the other person's playing. As to it also with, has a lot to do with who's playing it. Because yeah, that's true. Because like if I took a mono green deck, I would play it ten times differently than Debbie would, and Brian would play it differently than both of us and Christian. Like it, just, mm-hmm. it really depends on who's behind the deck and what they're thinking when they have the cards in their hand. Well, we all know that nobody plays a mono green deck like I do. Because nobody <laughs> plays a deck for no other reason than to build up a huge army of creatures. Than to do have the creatures and not do them. shit with them. Don't touch them. I won't attack anybody, I promise. Before I, I got a, I got a, a beef with Andrew about about something from the last episode. We were talking about how um, Andrew was saying I don't just play naturalized because you could play acidic slime and you get a creature out of the deal and it does even more and blah blah blah. And I was like, that's brilliant. And I started putting them in. I swapped them out with a couple of online decks that I uh, that I test and um, I put them all in there. And then as a result, and then I played and then I played a little bit of it on uh, Wednesday. Then as a result, something happened early in the game that I needed to get rid of, and I'm like, shit, i got to wait until turn five. got to have five mana and dedicate all of my mana into this disenchant, and then I'm left with a uh, So a you have a creature. beef with Andrew because you have you had a situation in which his very good advice didn't work out for you? <laughs> I wanted to address that with him, because, and, and what, what do you say about that? You have a beef. You can also yes, not play Acidic Slime. You can play Viridian Zealot, which costs three mana, and you can deal with it the turn three. Instead and of then the- kill the guy. 
But yeah. Yeah. So, it's just... Or you can recognize that some cards work better in a multiplayer environment than in a duel. Yeah. And adjust I, your deck accordingly. Because <laughs> Naturalize is probably, well... I don't know. No, Acidic Slime is still pretty uh, pretty awesome. Acidic Slime is awesome. You, Naturalize has the ability to do it plus something else. So you don't have to dedicate your whole turn to just destroying somebody. But you are doing it with something else. You are essentially casting a Naturalize and a 2-2 Death Touch at the same time. Yeah, you're summoning a creature because we're wizards <laughs> with spells. <laughs> Because we are playing. I'm actually really worried because Debbie was telling me the other day. She was like, "You just wait until we play on Wednesday. I'm going to be gesturing and stuff like that." (laughs) I'm a a powerful wizard known as a planeswalker, walking the multiverse, and I'm. Wait, is that right? The multiverse is that what's called? Yeah, sure. Okay, I'm in the multiverse, (laughs) and you're another wizard, and I'm dueling you, and we're summoning creatures and using artifacts and casting spells. I think a thousand of our listeners just came when hearing a woman say that. There was was a a player yesterday at regionals who was like, hey, judge, I've got a question. I'm like, all right, sure, what do you got? He's like, can I gesture while playing? I'm like... What do you mean by gesture? And he like makes he like motions his hands around. And I was like, like you're pretending to be. Was a he wizard. making casting spell motions? He that's was awesome. Well, well, no, he actually made some sort of like gesture that kind of looked like testicles. And I was like, definitely not that. He's like, well, how about this? And I'm just like, that I can see where this is going. No, you may not. <laughs> and it's like, no. He's like, really, I can't make any. I was like, not if you're, I. I'm not giving you a yes because you're going to abuse the hell out of it. Didn't say I'm that. That's what I'm Every thinking. time I cast a spell, I'm going to do the like the waving hands in front of the face, like I'm casting and imagine. Oh, I'm going to bring a wand. I'm going to go to Universal Studios and I'm going to get a Harry Potter wand and I'm going to bring a wand. And then whenever I cast a spell, I'm going to wave it around and and, <laughs> and hit. Like when I, uh, that's how I'm going to announce targets. <clears throat> My wand. <laughs> so yes, <clears throat> I guess uh, it's funny how we talked about the individual uh, powers of the different colors, but then at the end we're like, it's all relative to what other people are playing, who's playing, and it doesn't really matter. But what it matters to is when you're is is probably like if you like to do that particular thing when you're playing, or if you have an idea for a deck that can't handle certain things and it needs a little ability to ramp can needs to handle creatures better you know can't handle flyers needs more flyers now you know and as everybody knows knowing is half the battle who is playing music sorry turn it up <laughs> no, it, so it just got- <clears throat> welcome to part two of the podcast and our next Major topic. Brian's face. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Love it or hate it, it's there looking at you when you're playing. All right. So what we're going to do um, for next episode is we're yep. going to do another uh, build a build a EDH deck. Can't we just build a deck? <laughs> probably a suggestion that you might have should have mentioned earlier. So we I guess Brian's face bubbling up. Anger. So we could have talked about it. <laughs> 
No, it's fine. I'm just kidding. You, oh, you <laughs> troll. No, we I'm had our, the, the Sabre deck was awesome that we built. No, because we, we've had several, we've had several podcasts that didn't focus on ADH because there was a time there where we had like three episodes in a row and it was like, let's talk about ADH. Hey, let's talk about ADH. Eight. So anyway, uh, <laughs> so what I, what I want to do is uh, so this so next time we're gonna build it uh, we're gonna construct an EDH deck this time I'm gonna build it we're gonna play it maybe no we're gonna build it for you and you're gonna experience the joy that is playing with a schizophrenic deck that four people have built that doesn't do one thing well but does four different things. So what we're gonna do just right wow. here is we're gonna discuss <laughs> what the what the, who the general or who the commander is going to be. I bet he's gonna have green in his colors. So here we go. <laughs> here, here are here is my I'll say my guidelines. Okay, I would like or I require the general to have red in his mana cost. Okay, and if he's not uh-huh. mono red, okay, I would like him to be Grixis colored, so black, blue, red. So it's either mono red or Grixis colored. Why do you uh, want either of those? Because <laughs> I think it'll be f- because I have a blue black EDH deck, a uh, white red green, a mono blue, a mono green, a five color this, a five color that, and I was like, I'm hearing you know, a lot of green. There's a lot. <laughs> Of I'm sorry, I'm still in the last segment. There's there's a lot of fun. There's a lot of fun Grixis guys, and also, you know, for Mono Red, uh, people say it sucks. So I want to give it a try. So either cool. Grixis or Mono Red. All right, that's enough to go on. There's a lot of cool Grixis guys, namely Soul Kanar the Swamp King. Who the what's Soul Kanar, the Swamp King. Let me let me bring him up so I can get his exact. He is uh, a five-five uh, swamp walk. Whenever you play a black spell, any player, life, any player who plays a black spell, you gain one life, and he costs Grixis plus two colorless. Yep, and he's a five-five. So right. for five, you get a five-five swamp walk with a uh, demon horn. And I think you should. Be, I think you should play Kiki Jiki. Kiki is one of my is one of my ones that I'm very interested in. Heartless hit at Sugu. Yes. Awesome. That, that one was another one where I was like, that one just seems mean. A chroma. Red chroma. Okay. So are we just going mono red like no one to the Grixis? Well, like, like Grixis ones, like you could play Nico Bolas or Thrax of Earth, Solkanar. Then there's there's like four options. Mono Red, you get. I just googled it or looked it up. Sorry, you get like fifty options. Is Prince of Thrills legendary? No, I wish he was. Aww. What about oh. Zerlian of the Claw? Yeah, no one knows what it does. It's a index. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, he's a five dragon. Three three two colorless for a three four tap tutor up a dragon play it against haste. Second in a turn, something like that. I'll yeah. take that, Andrew. Yeah, nobody knows what that card is. <laughs> well, I mean, nobody in general, like, besides Brian. <laughs> no one prints <laughs> besides Brian. Oh, you should uh, play the, the thingy, uh, the something, something, artful beauty. The Alchan? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Dao, it's Dao Chan. Oh, like a portal 
on the Three Kingdoms. It's, it's Stark of Wrath. You know who that other card does? Oh, is that, uh, it's like tap, I destroy something of yours, you destroy something of mine. No, tap, destroy something of theirs, they gain control of, of him. Permanently. It's the one that Marky plays I can't, as his general. I can't play a card that's similar to Marky's general. Because I can't play <laughs> it as well. Weird. Well, I can't play it as well. Because you it's can't all, play it with the glee that Marky plays. Awesome. Yeah, really. I mean, he has so much more fun playing stuff like that. He has so much more you fun should, playing everything. You should do a Lord of Tressorhorn deck. What an awesome card that is. Oh, is there anything where you could make a Minotaur deck? Is there any general that would allow you to make a Minotaur deck? There might After be. the new product comes out. There's a le- yeah, when the new product comes out, there's a red, white, blue, legendary Minotaur monk. Nice. But... Funny, in a D&D game, I played a Minotaur monk at one point. <laughs> it was it was a very weird campaign. <laughs> How about um, a Brothers Yamazaki? And then I'll make one, too. That's a horrible... That's a horrible... Oh! No, that seems really good. No, wait. How? Because it's... You gotta have two of them for them to be good. Otherwise... Yeah, so Andy will make one, too. <laughs> and... And we'll battle together. Oh, we'll battle... Oh, it'll be teams! Two-headed... Two-headed giant EDH. Two-headed... Two-headed... Arch enemy. Mono-red with... Mono-red. But to be honest... Two-headed like dragon. The two, the two best mono-red generals are probably Goto and Kiki-Jiki. Kiki-Jiki is my... Is my thingy. Brian, for old school, you should play Tetsuo Umizawa. Tets what? Oh, Tetsuo Umizawa. He's one of each of the Grixis colors. He can't be the target of auras. And, <laughs> yeah, you better watch out. And his ability is red, black, black, blue, tap. Destroy target tapped or blocking creature. It's like the Royal Assassin General. Pretty fucking cool. Or blocked. Or blocking creature. And he only costs three. And he's a 3-3. Three, three. If you're going to go Grixis and you don't use Nicol Bolas, I'd be a little upset. That's like the like Grixis incarnate. What about Cedrus? The Entertainer? The Traitor King. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> once again, the 80s called and once it strokes back. <laughs> the 80s? I don't know. Nin- that's like 90s, isn't it? Sure, yeah, whatever. Like, like, the 90s is called jokes back. The 90s called, they want the jokes back. No, the, I have a Cedrus EDH deck. It's, it's pretty good. You do? Never mind. I mean, I could build it better. But he's a really good. Uh, well, I could build it better too. Oh, it's a challenge! Oh, the battle of the Cedrus decks. Nah. Um, no, it's a fun. It's a fun general because it gives everything um, unearth, but unearth of three, so it's not even unearth of its own casting costs like other. Well, no, I take that back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's a fun general. So if we do Kiki Jiki, then that means it's going to be mono red. Yeah. Are we? Are we? Oh, you yeah. said some Kiki Jiki. Well, yeah. No, I'm just, I'm just curious because I know, like, we're we're willing to do that. The That's mono red deck though gets do that. It gets a little pricey because you have to have, you have to have artifact acceleration, and most of it's kind of like soul rings, and you gotta have because it doesn't work that well if you can't play your things faster than everybody. It's, it's fine. Cool. We have we have some credit with yeah cool stuff. Yeah, and I got I got I'm fine. Okay, yeah, he I'm has like, a lot of those cards, anyways. 
Well, I'm just throwing it out there that the mono red deck is a little bit more pricey. Like it's not maybe not be as good as other decks, but it does cost a little bit more for some reason. So all of its cards are. So here's what here's what you're gonna find when we do this experiment, and you're gonna want to put something like Grim Monolith in the deck. But what's going to happen is no one else is going to say Artifact Acceleration, and then when it comes down to your turn, you're going to want to do something splashy and fun instead of Artifact Acceleration. (laughs) You're going to say something big and fun and exciting, and then it's going to come to Christian. He's going to say something big and fun and exciting, and then Debbie's going to be like, I need a green creature in this mono red deck. <laughs> She's gonna go like Primeval Titan. We say we can't have Primeval Titan. She's like, well, can't you just play like Ulesh the Hate Seed and put Primeval Titan in? And then we're gonna say, how the hell do you know what Ulesh the Hate Seed is? And she's gonna say, I don't. Card with a name. How do you know that? You're making up the card and putting words in my mouth. And say, you're right. Let's go on. This is getting really complicated. <laughs> it is. It's like meta. Hey, you totally should put Primeval Titan in there. Yeah, totally should. <laughs> and then it's going to come back around to you, to, to you, and you're going to be like, we need to put Artifact Mana in, but I still want to put the cool in. Oh, Soul Ring's boring. I don't know anything with Mono Red cards. This is hard. Well, then let's put in, let's just say, <clears throat> it's going to be insurrec- It's going to be my general insurrection in 98 Mountains. Exactly. <laughs> If you're going to play that deck, you play Ashling the Pilgrim. Come on now. Nice. That's my suggestion, is 99 Mountain Ashling. There you go. Done. Done. Okay. Give 99 well, cards. Contaminate one. All right, then let's do Grixis then, since so that we'll actually have an episode next. No, no, no we're done. That's oh, it. That's done. the episode. That's, that's next episode? <laughs> We've yeah. already done next, next episode. Well. Like, we, we fixed the general, we're gonna, and then <laughs> I, we're gonna discuss the go, no, the deck. I insist that we go around the table, and we say, Brian, what do you want to add? And you say, a mountain. mountain. And then we're like, okay, that's <laughs> there a good choice. That's a good choice. I no, we should that. just say that there's, like, staples that we have to put in, and then that's <laughs> ten of the cards, and then we'll do the other 90. Oh, Can we mountain. sing, like, 99 Mountains and Brian's deck on the wall? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> 99 Mountains on the wall. 98 Mountains and Brian's deck on the wall. Andrew, your turn. I put a mountain in. Everybody. Mountains and Brian's deck on the wall. That's fun. All right. <laughs> for real, then what are we going to do? For real. Yeah, for real. No, like, seriously, Brian, you, you, we, we, we agree on, like, ten staples that just have to go in. Mind's Eye, Soul Ring, blah, blah, blah. And then we'll each add our contributions, but there's those, like what you're saying, there's certain cards that just have to go in that aren't exciting, that aren't going to be fun to pick. And then we'll just well, have those slots Brian already in there. Well, then Brian put those in on his turn. <laughs> so we have all the fun of the creating yes. a deck for him? <laughs> nice. That's what happened with what? the the Saver deck, so suck it up. What do you mean that's what happened? Because you didn't know any cards. That's <laughs> also card. true, but irrelevant. Ah, okay. Sorry. So wait, you were saying that some of your picks were were more uh, uh, function over form? Mine were, yeah. No, they weren't. Yeah, they were. Oh, they yes, they were. It, yes, they were. Yeah. No, they weren't. Duck season. Rabbit season. I don't even know which way. What is happening? Duck season. What is? It's duck season. Duck season. <laughs> haven't you been? Haven't you been on enough episodes or listened to enough to know that this is what happens? No. This is. It's this right is, around like eleven to eleven thirty is where Christian's drunk. Brian and I are <laughs> tired of podcasting. They're and mad at each other and they're nipping at each other. Yeah, it's just everything gets blown out of proportion, and we're just like, this is. <laughs> So, seriously, we should do Kiki Jiki. You know why? I think so. This is so much fun to say. You can say it's fun to say Kiki Jiki. All right. 
done. If you want a deck that's going to whip everybody's ass, Kiki G is probably a good one. That we have three more bold points to go over, and each bold point takes like 45 minutes. Oh, no, no. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. By the time we get to this time in the podcast, we're like... We, we're like... Done. Whatever. All right. One more bullet point. Blah, blah, blah. Hey, uh, what does everybody think well, about new, this new, set? New it's new it's cool. <laughs> New Phyrexia, what do you think? Free mechanic, Phyrexia mana. It's really obnoxious. All right. I like it. Oh. What are we going to do with the other 44 minutes? What? No, For that dude. Point. This is this is the infinite <laughs> podcast, man. Wait, wait. I want to do... Is it the podcast that never ends? Segue. Okay. Next. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Neil, Neil Patrick Harris comes out through... Shieldred, the Whispering One, has freaking Swamp Walk. Oh, oh, that's what I wanted to say, Andrew. What is your what is your beef with with Landwalk? I just don't like it with this one. Just the Swamp Walk on this card. No, it's Landwalk in general, but it's Swamp Walk on this specific card. Okay, okay. This is where Debbie just ignores me for like three minutes. So, um, oh, are you gonna do something flavor related? In every single flavor text, not every single one, but in a lot of flavor text in Scars and Mirror Demises, you read about Shieldred, the Whispering One, and you expect her to be this almighty like. Badass, basically, and all she does is have Swamp Walk. Granted, her other abilities are cool, but she has Swamp Walk. Like, Land Walk in general, is, I, I like abilities that are always relevant, and Land Walk isn't always relevant. So. Well, it is when you have Herborg, too. But, like, that's situationally relevant. Like, Vigilance is always relevant because you're going to not you can block it. situationally relevant. But <laughs> he almost had a point, and then Swamp Walk entered fine. It's fine. Why, why can't you just have Intimidate? Your face has intimidate. Because <laughs> then, <laughs> because then, if you had black creatures, you could block her. Yeah, this I know, way, but... if you have black creatures, you probably have a swamp, and therefore you can't block her. It's the opposite. Hmm. No, no. It's the opposite like, of it. They make, this, they make this new mechanic called intimidate, and they just don't use it ever. It makes me upset. It's different. No. Swamp Walk is boring. Doesn't, doesn't I'm still happen. mad that they got rid of Jitsu. Hold on, doesn't Geth have Intimidate? Yeah, but so that's like... You know, yay, it's a big giant mythic with Intimidate. And the next... It's a big giant black mythic with Intimidate. Yes, exactly. Or Infect, at least, or but something. But that's... They gotta differ their mythics up if they're all like, you know, oh, this set has a big Intimidate guy. And this set has a big Intimidate guy. And they're all in black. You know, gives you're a making, bit of me, a I just opened my magic card. Give me a second. What? You're like, in fact, well, it's Skitterix. So we have Skitterix and Geth and this guy. So <laughs> why do all white Why do all white mythics have to have flying? I mean, Baneslayer Angel and Admonition Angel <laughs> and Echroma. That's and... like, because that's like... Because white likes to fly. I mean... It, why? It's like almost like a freebie. It's just like, well, duh, yeah, of course. Why are, why are all red like... mythics dragons? Because it's like color safe bleach. <laughs> because it's raw. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Just think about color safe bleach. See, that's so much wisdom you guys can't even deal with it. Yeah, I can't even. It's so deep. I can't even fathom it. It's just that's and the like, problem. Why are all black mythics demons? This is because you know, I just don't like it. I don't because like it's like color safe bleach. Okay. I accept yeah, that. That ends the argument. You just say that. Mostly because no one knows what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> Only the wisest among us know what I'm talking about, as usual. <laughs> so, yes, okay, I want to do Kiki Jeek, but it's going to be, I'm afraid it's going to be too powerful. Kiki Jeek. That's my nickname for Kiki Jeeky. I like Kiki Jeeky. All right. Me too. 
Kings it's such a great card. Yeah, and it has haste, so its ability is but a bing. Because we... I'm trying to reel them in. <laughs> hey, shout-outs! <laughs> oh, right, we're in the new Phyrexia. Yeah, we're in Neil, Neil Patrick Harris. Dr. Hey, what did you? Debbie wants to call it uh, Dr. Horrible. I want to call the new set How I Met Your Vat uh, Mother. Awesome. Uh, I was hoping you didn't forget to put that joke in there. Yeah, let's call let's call it that for short. <laughs> in, instead of Nephrexia, let's call it How I Met Your Vat Mother for short. For short. <laughs> sure. Why not? Hey, so have there been any new cards spoiled or no? Apparently, because I didn't know Whispering One was. Uh, yeah, there's like a... Two more. Like officially spoiled? Okay, that's not or... Which two? There's a new... Uh, what's the name of that card with Split Second? I can't think of it right now. Uh, it's not the one with... Extirpate. There's a new Extirpate that doesn't have Split Second, and you can pay two life and cast it for free, basically. Yeah. Oh, but the oh yeah, yeah. Mana. It's yeah, pretty... And then there's... That was on the Japanese spoil, I think. It's pretty no, it wasn't. cool. Oh, uh, well, it was... Oh, okay, but it's since then? Oh, okay, I thought it yeah. just was. There's and then there's also... Oh, go ahead. Elish Norn Grand Cinnobite Cinnabun. Oh. We but talked Cinnabun. about that. <laughs> Did we talk about that one? Yeah, that was one of the first ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the new black one we haven't talked about. The one that I just complained about Swamp Walk for ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. Where's the Where's the the repository for spoilers? Uh, the official one is on the wizard site. The unofficial one is on MTG Salvation. Where's mm-hmm. the, Where's the official one? Is it MTG News? Is that what MTG News? The official News one doesn't have any of them, like really. No, they'll only have like two or three at this point. Yeah, they like to piecemeal them out and give them to you like once every couple of days, up until leading up to the the pre-release. Oh. Yup. Hmm. So, are you guys going to go to the uh, pre-release? Speaking of. Andrew, you're going. I can depend on you, right? Uh, yeah. What day is it? I have to ask work off. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I'll ask work off. Yeah, I'm probably going to... I'll probably go. Trevor will probably come with me. Same with that. Which cool. one are you going to? Uh, which... I don't know. Which one are we... Well, these guys are going to be probably judging one of them, so those are fun yeah. to go to. You want to go to the one in Phoenix? I do or I don't? You do. Oh, that's really far, though. What? It's bigger. It's far for me, too, but it was fun. It's bigger. Yeah, you're there for a couple hours, and there's a lot of people. They and also have that bigger. place next door with the subs, and they were so good. I went to the PTQ, mm-hmm. and I got a sub, and it was so good. I'll try and talk to you about going. No, no, no. It was a little, like, hole-in-the-wall kind of place in the Phoenix oh. Plaza. There's a firehouse sub, like, a few. But, yeah, uh, I think I'll be, I think I'll be, uh, I will be either at Phoenix or Cool Stuff, probably. <laughs> Are there any other Don't go to Cool Stuff. For pre-releases, Side not, by not, not ones that because we go to cool stuff every week. I want to. I don't want to go there for also for the pre-release. Sci-fi because you get to meet new people. Is ick. Yeah, yeah. I think I probably will go to the one at Phoenix. I doubt that I will be judging. I just if I go, I'd either have to convince them to go to that one or I'd have to find a way there because yeah. I don't. I'm broke. I don't have a I, car. I would prefer. I, can, I would I prefer to you? go to the one at Phoenix. I would prefer to go to the one at Phoenix and work that event because uh, they're going to have the. Uh, the larger staff. Um, Will Sheldon be there again? I I know he misses me. <laughs> you know, he was just the other day uh, at 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 uh, at Dallas. He actually was just like he was looking wistfully up at the uh, at the mm-hmm. ceiling, and he was just like, 
I wish Christian was here. Yeah. Lay aside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I understand. He actually did that while doing the player meeting. He stopped. It was just like... He, had, he was paused. Where is, where is Christian? He stopped and <laughs> sighed heavily, and then everyone was like, Sheldon, what's wrong? Yeah, and what's said, wrong? It's just... <sighs> it's just Christian. He's not here. <laughs> I can't say. I can't go on. Yeah. Okay, I totally lied. So I have a meeting from 2 to 5 on May 7th. So I might be at the one on May 8th. I usually go to the one on Sunday anyway, because Saturday it was like, it's super slammed all the time. So nah. yeah, you meet more Don't people worry. and see more people. Boom. Don't worry about that. Phoenix has the room, the staff. It'll be fine. Okay. Sweet. You'll be fine. You'll It'll I'll be probably okay. show up at like 5. Close your eyes and just let it happen. Just let it happen. Yeah. Shh, shh, shh. Yeah. <laughs> I'll show up at five on the Saturday one. There you go. Done. All right. There you go. Bada bing. So definitely, I I am very interested in seeing the new set. I'm probably going to be judging instead of playing. Because judging, judging pre-releases are awesome. It really is. Hmm. It's a blast. Playing them is fun. Well, because you get to be... For a little while. For a little while, then afterwards, like after like a turn or two. You're well, I always win the first two games, the first two opponents, and then after that, for some reason, miraculously, I come up against frickin' John Finkel, and uh... and by John Finkel you mean a thirteen-year-old kid that? Yes. No, no. <laughs> There's these 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 guys. All of a sudden, like I don't ever face them in the first. Uh, I guess because. I have a horrible record, and then as, they as, take that into consideration. As you win, you get tended to pay, be paired up against people who also win. And my last three pre-releases, I've gotten second, third, and third, so... Pretty I'll probably cool. show to this one and do awful. <laughs> but it's fun. And then, um... I like playing the first couple, and then uh, running over and playing uh, EDH with, uh, with Sheldon. <laughs> that worked out for me quite well last time. It was pretty fun. Because you get the cards and you play a couple of games, and then by the time you're playing at the end with Guillaume Wafatapa, then uh, I just... <laughs> what are you, where are you coming up with this? <laughs> that's the dude's name. He just Googled pro magic players. In there. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's from the last... You can tell because I don't know if he even plays anymore, but... Uh, he does. Oh, okay, yeah. I keep up with it, so... In fact, his brother plays more. I, th- I heard his name. <clears throat> There's whatever his brother's name is. But anyway, they always play against me. And then the intimidator. <laughs> I like I like Christian's form of name dropping. <laughs> people who don't even know he exists. He's like, so uh, I was playing with uh, you know Evan Irwin the other day, and yeah. it's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think Guillaume Wafatap has even been to uh, Orlando, or well, probably to Orlando. But where is where is Phoenix? Is that it's out near a clear? Yeah. What are you doing? Just, just abort. Yeah, probably Peter Peter Chapman. Abort, probably never been there. Abort button and just <laughs> Peter Chapman. Inappropriate Christian. Mark the time. What? No, Isn't he the intimidator? Inappropriate. It's just. I know, but I just like to say that. Oh, okay. Isn't the intimidator's name Peter Chapman or something like that? <laughs> Peter. Ch- yeah. Oh. Yeah. He, he was there. So, Deb, what your impressions remind me of? It reminds me of from MythBusters when. Uh, Jamie does the impression of Adam. Yes. That's what it's. That's what your impression of me is reminding me of. <laughs> yes, that is accurate. That is accurate. Are you putting like the little, the little, uh, the hands up like the little mustache? 
Well, uh, you see here, we need to... <laughs> I put my hands in the your goatee. Well off. Hey, is anybody any shout outs? Shout outs? I give a shout out to the intimidator, Peter Chapman. <laughs> and Jerome Wapitapa. Intimidator, that's like racing, right? That's like, uh. <laughs> no, I think that's NASCAR or something. Joe Finkelstein. I, I said- give a shout out to him. And uh, all the other dudes that have won. I have a shout-out to, um, we have a new fan named Conrad Hoffman. Conrad? Conrad. Nice. And he listened to our last episode. He was like, that's the first one I've listened to. And we were like, great, as long as you didn't listen to episode 26, because that was awful. And uh, he made a kiss, kiss, clap, clap split card. Oh, he's the one that made that? Awesome. Yeah, which was amazing. Oh, sweet. And he and made I it, I believe, it on Facebook. for the contest, didn't he, Deb? Did he? I don't think he did. I, well, you, I think he did. Well, we <laughs> announced a contest that was called Make Us Laugh. Was and it? He did something that made it, well, I'm pretty He's currently in first he place. Didn't say he that it was. He said, um, I think it entered itself. So you know. I, I, then it entered itself. Fine. So here's what oh, I'm no, doing. You did. You're totally right. It's the the. It says funny contests. Not only oh, that, oh. but I'm providing a segue for you. Segue. Ding 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 ding. ding. Oh, you're horrible. <laughs> did she ruin another segue? And he happens to be correct. Correct about us being funny as hell? Yeah, so if you want to see it, you can go to our Facebook page, and you can see that um, Conrad has his uh, Kiss Kiss Clap Clap split card, which is fantastic. Send us an email. Yeah, or um, that brings up uh, our uh, contact info. You can go to avantcardshow.com, which is the uh, where you can download the podcast, and uh, there are our forums, which we have a forum for every uh, episode. We're on MTG Cast, and uh, we are uh, on Twitter, at... Avant-carte. And uh, we are also in your mom's bedroom. We are also on Facebook. And uh, anything else? Uh, you can email us. In your mom's bedroom. Yeah, I'm sometimes. Looking, I'm looking at the, the, the web, the Facebook page at random, and I'm trying to find a random fan to shout out to, and I'm going to do it to Brad Gutiel. Yeah. Hell Woo. yeah, Brad. Hell yeah, Brad Gutiel. Yeah, Brad, you're the best. Thank awesome. you for being F- a yeah. fan. Thanks for liking us on Facebook. You're the best. Awesome. We should do like a few random uh, people. I always shout out to the girls, so you guys can. Hello. There was there was there was Andrew. A, pick some more. There was a yeah, player at the uh, the event yesterday who was just like, "Hey, I, I really like your show," and I want to apologize to him because I was just like, "Shh, shh, I'll, I'll talk to you later." Shh, I'm working. And now. now we know it's because you want to hide that fact. <laughs> And uh, we are like stepchildren that you're ashamed of. You're ashamed. Let your geek flag (laughs) fly. (laughs) That was hard to say. I don't think it has to do with being geeky because he's actually talking about being a judge at a magic tournament. (laughs) He's about as geeky as you can get. So I don't think it's the geek factor that's a problem for him. Yeah, not at all. Do you know what the Do you know what the bad part is? there's a bad part? So, so most of, well, actually, it's not the bad part. So, most of our female listeners are younger. No. Oh, my God. Christian inappropriate. That when, she says, when she says younger, you need to clarify before 18. you make that. 
I like, missed, I totally zoned out. What do we say? <laughs> eight, eighteen to twenty-four. A lot of eighteen-year-olds listen. Eighteen-year-old girls listen to the podcast. So, fortunately, fact. all of our thirteen to seventeen-year-old listeners are male. Oh, Christian. I take back the. I'll take it back. Every one. Hey, who it. wants to play the? Who wants to play the? Guess how many of our of our listeners are female? Me. Uh, seventeen. As long as you don't alienate those. No, 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 percentage. Percentage. Oh. Uh, fourteen thir- percent. Brian, are we? It's probably around forty-six. I will say sixteen percent. What the f- Christian? <laughs> You're that guy in the Prices 15. Right. I always want to yeah. punch. <laughs> Christian, I hate those people in Prices Right that do that bullshit. Um, forty-six uh, percent. Oh, Christian, well, we got it. Obviously. Ding, yeah, ding, ding. Andrew wins. Andrew wins. It's eleven percent. Just yeah. And that's the people that hit like on Facebook that are female. Yes, correct. And countries: United States, Australia, Canada, United Kingdom, Philippines. What's up, Jars? Philippines. New Zealand, Jars? Germany, Belgium, Denmark, Indonesia, Taiwan, and Puerto what? Rico. United Germany. What's Canada, up, Tosis? Mexico, Panama, Haiti, Jamaica. <laughs> oh God, not again. Yeah. We need to have an ambassador listener from each country. Well, fortunately, there's only one in most of these countries, so you're it. <laughs> Germany, Tosis. Congratulations to anybody in an country other than America. From you're Germany, probably from, the ambassador. From Denmark, you Asia, won. Denmark, Puerto Rico. So here's the languages. Our, our listener in Zaire is like, sweet. All right. Our listeners speak English. They speak pirate. Pirate. <laughs> yes. They speak they sarcasm. Leet. Leet speak. There, yep, there's lead speakers. They speak upside down English. I don't even know what that means. It's Australian. Okay, there you go. Uh, Australian silly. English. And then they have the real That's ones. Indonesian, Danish, Portuguese, Chinese, and Dutch. We should translate to Indonesian just to make it easier for them. That's what I say. Okay, you get on that. All right. Translate.google.com. I'll begin now. What are we translating? The podcast for the people in Indonesia. Oh, God, no. Bad idea. You don't think I should? Okay. Into Indonesian. Okay. Avant kartu menunjakan. There you go. To start. All right, then. It's sounding like we're winding down a little We've bit. We've been winding down. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, that was a, like the last little, like when you feed a kid sugar and you get like that last little hyperactive, Rah! and then we just crash. <laughs> I <laughs> listened to anything you guys have said in the last, I've been just staring. <laughs> like I'm looking at the Skype conversation and I'm just staring. I'm so oh, tired. Are you guys Skyping too instead of talking? Andrew, get used to it because that's how every podcast wraps up. Yeah, at about 11.30 it starts getting like, My so, uh, I, I tried Mellow Yellow. It's a good soda. All right. Someone goes, please, God, just end it now. Please, God. Well, <laughs> there's a lot of episodes. Please, can we end this now? Please, can we just stop? And then <laughs> someone else is stop. like, yeah, please, I'm hungry. And, and then, then somebody else says, like, oh. <laughs> and, then, and then here's here's the other little thing. going to pull back the curtain. Christian, who won't end it. The second it ends, he's like, oh, guys, it's late. I got to go. And then disconnects immediately. 
bam. <laughs> Always. Well, because that just means I care yeah. more about our listeners anytime, than about you. Any time in the previous half hour, he could say, when we're, when yeah. we're screaming, put us out of our misery, <laughs> he just keeps rolling. Like, oh. You know what? I do it for the children, and I do it for the, the, pers- the listener that's driving to work, like right now. And they Who have drives like three hours to work. They have well, we we provide like a week of commute commute okay. um, entertainment. Think- See, that's what it's about. Don't don't don't. Mine it's like when it. a communist orgy. It's co- can no. you pronounce it? Commute, <laughs> please. <laughs> There's drivers that are going back and forth to work, and a whole week's worth of time in the car. Uh, we provide high-quality premium entertainment. I commute from my bedroom to my living room, and, and it takes me four and a half years to listen uh, to one of our podcasts. I, I I do it for the children, and I do it for the driver that has like ten minutes more of a drive. And if our if our podcast ends before he got to work, there's all that boredom. There's all that all that time that that guy has to spend in the car without us. And I feel bad for that. I'm like, I shed a tear for that man or woman. It's fourteen percent chance he's a woman. Eleven. 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 Andrew one. Or forty six, somewhere in between. Yes, somewhere so between wh- fourteen and forty six, and by that we mean eleven. So that's try that's why I try to <laughs> Math is not our strong point. <laughs> this isn't math card show. <laughs> math anyway. is hard. So anyway, everybody join in. Uh we, we need some more submissions for our make us laugh uh Crack up the cast. Crack up the cast. No, <laughs> Now we know what Christian thinks when he goes to turn it the whole math thing. Like he gets stomped out by like the invigorator Patricia Chaplin or whatever. <laughs> That's an awesome legendary creature. <laughs> That's my new EDH deck. Yeah. Yep. How about this? How about send it? Please end. How about we just all say Thanks for listening before I get right. hung and uh, stabbed by my coworkers. One, two, three, go. Let's coordinated on Skype. Hey. And Bye. this call is not being recorded. One, two, three, go. Go.